Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. anyway <clears throat> cool do you know where you're going to do you like the things that life is showing you you gotta sing where are you going to do you know i love it do you get what you're hoping for when you look behind you there's no open door what are bitch? What are you hoping for? Do you know? Once we were standing still in time. Whatever. Really record you right now. Chasing the fantasies that filled our mind. When is your one night show? Like when are you booking a stage and just giving the girls the songs that they deserve? You know, maybe I will one day. You know, do like a one. Uh, a one drag show. Oh my god! Where I'm half drag would be um, Gina, and the other half is Pam in the Biggie episode of Martin. All right, I regret asking. Get... <laughs> if a professional drag queen can do that for me, I'm going to be split down the middle. Help one half Gina, one half Pam. Come through, Lord. Let's go. So, hi guys. Um, welcome back to The Read. I am Kid Ross. And just an imaginary person I made up right now that's related to Diana Ross. <laughs> Happy birthday, Queen, belated. This oh, is our Lord. Way. And I am Amber Evans. This is The Read. It was Diana Ross's birthday. Everybody was. was on Instagram talking about it. Tracy Ellis Ross's, I don't know if y'all caught her Instagram story, but it was... Just a timeline. It was just basically like my mama's that bitch and always has been. Here I love you go. watching her stand for her mama because I mean, many of us do, right, right? Obviously, but then her mama's Diana Ross on top of that, so <laughs> right. it's like wow. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that party looked lit. I it loved <laughs> that party looked lit. I loved Puffy's daughters coming out in those dresses. Oh man, for stopping the name of love, right? 
Well, did you see the little they they had a like they had a performance or something mm-hmm. a few months ago? Did you see that? Where, oh yes, yes, yes. yes so yes. I so I was like, oh okay, you know the I girls probably already know the little routine that. or whatever. Right. But I just love that everybody is you know embracing them girls and they're out and we see Puffy being like stepping up and being you know active dad of the year or whatever. It's just beautiful. Visually, yeah. I did mean, you see that like clip of him rinsing his nose out or whatever because they bought him like something a neti pot. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> oh, and him, like, it. damn near losing it. <laughs> As a person who, like, I scour the, the YouTubes for people eating hot peppers for whatever reason oh, and just losing it. Although, like, Hot Ones you hope. is one of my you favorite You need to go on Hot shows. Ones, for real. Um, so that was a similar reaction. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. Beyonce did a beautiful birthday rendition and made sure she stuck that Miss Ross on there. Just because you girls already know, okay? Diana Ross is 75. Beyonce is, what, 37, 38? Mm. She's not finna be coming up here calling her Diana to her face like they friends. Bitch, we're not contemporaries. You know the woman who was in that clip that we mentioned from Maya Angelou came forward and spoke about it? Yeah, and we were exactly right. She was adopted (laughs) by white people. So she was raised in white communities, and that's how they talk to their elders, you know? I had a feeling. Because black people... It's something about us across the diaspora. We just do not do casual disrespect like that to elders. Like, it's like automatically, if you come across somebody significantly older than you, your mama, grandma generation, you automatically stick a miss, mister, something on their name. You don't just talk to them like, like, like that's one of your little friends. Well, I saw, what I saw her say was, um, you know, that basically she was standing in the moment <laughs> and that she was happy that it was having. Like that, it uh, it started a conversation, yeah, about respect and elders and how we speak to people and stuff like that. And that was the part I liked about it the most was sort of seeing both sides of black people, specifically anyway, who mm-hmm. felt one way or the next about it. Yeah. Um, but but anyway. yeah, again, the extended clip cleared up all of that. Like she didn't go home crying or nothing. She went home fully standing she for, for she Dr. Angelou. So. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Black Excellence this week, um, this movie out, it's called Us. Um, some black folk are in it. Record-breaking, record-breaking weekend for them. Over 70 million. Woo. For seventy million at the box office. Is this um, domestically or is this? Was it released worldwide? Well, I saw um, after somebody made a joke. Oh, let me find it because that person deserves a shout out. Somebody made a joke that said, "Now that us is out and doing well, I'm just waiting for Gina Rodriguez to ask when is nosotros." I saw that tweet. I just went to bed after that. Somebody put it on Tumblr and I screamed. But somebody afterwards tweeted me that I don't remember if it was Spain or what country, but they were like, that's what the movie's called here. Of course it is. So, I mean, if it's dubbed, then why wouldn't it be? Right. <laughs> that um, makes sense. So, Gina Rodriguez probably is somewhere like, how come there's no Latinos in Get Somebody <laughs> walks up. Look at me. <laughs> Somebody walked up on her like Michelle in that Obama gif from that skit where she snatched the phone, phone out of out her his hand. hand. Just yeah. put it down. Just don't even stop. Let them Snapchat. Have a good time. <laughs> Leave it alone. Um. So you saw it. I kind of saw it between your. I fingers was in and the moments. theater while it played. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, congratulations to the cast, um, to Jordan, to crew, lighting, makeup. Um, uh, costume mm-hmm. s- set 
and and specifically to the women of this movie, to Lupita Nyong'o and that little girl. These is her name Shahadi, 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 Shahadi. Right, okay. Joseph. I'm not entirely sure how to say her name, but holy and it's shit! Just like Yara's last name. No, Yara's last name is Shahidi. This girl's name is it has an I, an A instead right of one now. of the eyes. But goddamn, she turned that out. I was <laughs> legitimately terrified throughout a lot of that movie and but you know i do scare easily are we gonna do mm. uh like spoilers are we gonna um well i have it? one more black excellence okay. before we um go in i just that. really felt like the women in that movie absolutely not that the whole cast didn't do an incredible job but lupita nyong'o needs a best actress nomination again she needs another one do it right now absolutely Okay, so her name is Shahadi. Mm-hmm. Shahadi Wright Joseph. Shout out to her. Um, who plays the daughter. And I just tweeted. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I was so scared. I tweeted yesterday, I believe, that I'm so glad the movie is out and people are like fully standing fire. First of all, she's playing, um, she's the voice of young Nolan, the Lion King. Oh, right. right. So That's right. Already working with Beyonce. Oh my God. Um, so there's that. <laughs> Can't uh, wait. But when I saw it, when I saw the preview, I was so impressed with her because, again, these people are playing two characters right. across the board, right? But I love that all of the tethered, the doppelgangers, had, like, their own sort of personalities mm-hmm. that were sort of reflective, obviously, of the of the person right. that they're, they're tethered to. And I thought that her, just her normal character, like, like the daughter, was... She was already fun in like her her dialogue and the way that she spoke to the family and stuff and just being like the typical teenager and shit like that. But her tethered. Oh, bitch. <laughs> I was scared of that little bitch. <laughs> Woo, that's a cold-blooded motherfucker She was right my fave because she looked like she was legit having a ball the entire time. Like, she looked she like... She looked like this day was the best day of her young existence. Couldn't wait to murder. All the blood. So the happy blood. to be here, girls. <laughs> I just... Reveling in that shit. Loved it. <laughs> So what a film! That, shout out to everybody. Yeah. That the, uh. that movie, you know, I I missed a lot of it. I don't think I can say definitively whether it was good or bad because I did not actually see a lot. Of I can't it. believe that you like. So you just hid. Yeah, you know, they give you little blankets and stuff at the eye pick. So oh, I was yeah, like, right. peek, peek, okay. like just. And then as soon as I could tell something violent was going to happen, I just completely right. covered my eyes until I felt like it was over. So I saw a lot of the movie. But I do you at least get most, it? Yeah, oh, yes, okay, I definitely well, get it. I definitely get it. But you know, I don't do all that extra. I loved it. Shit. I, I mean, I guess I won't say. T- I mean, girl, it's been out for like a week. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll listen back and have Dwayne put a little spoiler thing in the description. So I'm not even gonna go too much into spoilers, right? Because I mean, I actually want to see it a few more times. I've only seen it, I think, three times at this point. Yeah, I'm going again on Saturday. And like the second time I, I watched it, I noticed a ton of shit, obviously, that I didn't before, separate of like twists and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, when. When Gabe's character, Winston's character's uh, tethered, what's his name? Abraham? 
Yes. I think the tethered version of him is uh, Abraham. When he took the glasses off of his face and put them on, mm-hmm. well, the first time I, I saw it, I just thought of it as like him being, you know, feral and <laughs> animalistic and whatever. Mm-hmm. When I saw it the second time, thinking about it, I'm like, oh, this nigga can't see either. Like, yeah. he, he too needs glasses. Right. So he took that off and put it on and was like, oh, shit, bitch, I can see. Yeah. Even Which better is why to fuck he you was up now. Squinting the all, the whole time. Yeah. Can you imagine your whole life? You just been there's some other version of you that has glasses and can walk around and do all kind of corny nigga shit, and you over here in captivity with no fucking glasses, squinting your way through a shitty existence. That movie did a lot. It did a lot, mm-hmm. and um, woo. I just, <laughs> I really don't. I, I don't know how to talk about it without talking about the violence because that was just the number one part of it for me. The fact that so many people were stabbed. Yeah, so much. It was a lot of fucking blood, man. Yeah. Like, I can't. It really like, wasn't even that much. In, in, I mean, I watch a lot of scary movies in yeah, comparison to you, no, so I guess. I'm just not the type I didn't of think soul it was that even can that handle bad. it. Mm, a lot of people said that. For me, it was not just the blood, but also the sound effects. Yeah. When people's throats get slit and you can hear that gurgling of the blood yeah, and that was, trying to come out. I'm that like, was aggressive. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. When that white family died, hilarious. But <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I could not really look at most of that. They went out quick though. They did. Then I mean, besides them, the mama, when the oh god, and I honestly felt for the mom because she was a cool white lady, or at least yeah, she seemed she like seems it. Decent, yeah. yeah. But them little shithead girls, <laughs> when they tethers came out and slit them hoes' throats all extra quick, I was like, well. <laughs> Won't be watching the rest of this scene. They're all gone. And then the white woman is calling for like the bootleg Alexa and that bitch plays fuck the police. <laughs> Which the media is already pointing out is like a real Ooh, issue with yeah, those systems. Yeah. Like, girl, just. When you need them to do something. But not that it would have made any difference because the whole oh, fucking yeah. globe was under attack. I Nobody guess was everybody's you, tethered was coming. So. You know, the movie <laughs> kind of lost me with some of the how would this play out in real life aspects. Because those are the things that scare me. Scary movies only frighten me down to my core if I can see them happening to me in my real everyday life. See, and but that's what I meant I by it. Of. That's why what I meant by it being sort of chilling to me when I went home. It wasn't that it was just like scary. It was the concept of like using like urban legends like mole men and stuff like and mm-hmm. you know, these humanoid creatures and stuff that people have talked about forever that live in the subways and shit like that. Like sort of using that urban legend and then making people think, like, well, what is down there? Like, there really are tunnels underneath yeah. the country that anything could be of down course. there. <laughs> Obviously, this is much like Get Out. I kind of felt, like, more haunted by this because the idea of, like, a white family figuring out how to put black souls in white bodies is way more ridiculous to me for whatever reason. But... This, to me, mm-hmm. it okay. wasn't that I could see it happening. It was just the idea of, like, human beings possibly being trapped somewhere where they have no soul, they have no idea what's going on to them, and they don't have, like, like the the sort of... The sort of tone or topic of 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 social class and privilege and stuff was very evident. Mm-hmm. And, like... Yes. The, ugh, let's just stand for Lupita... That's what I came here to do. That's what I came here to do. Her whole 
like sort of monologue when Red, when mm-hmm. her tethered first comes in and sits down. And the emotion that she evokes when she's telling this story of the shadow versus the princess and how she had to like perform her own C-section mm-hmm. and she's crying as she's saying it. Meanwhile, Adelaide, the other... Uh, uh, the other us, the (laughs) other Lupita or whatever is also crying because like she sort of gets it and she's scared. This woman turned it the fuck out across the board. She absolutely did. The voice. Man, the voice was actually one of the clues to me to the plot twist. Oh yeah, totally. The, The fact that she was the only one of the tethered who could speak English and speak period right and the fact that right <laughs> not even english just words yeah because winston duke was fucking howling at niggas like a cue All i of was them like were. what one of them couldn't even make any the white woman's tether didn't even oh, make yeah. any noise at all right so it was that and it was the fact that during several of several of the like really intense scenes lupita character would the good adelaide mm-hmm. would do something and then she would let out this growl or this noise that just sounded a little inhuman. And I'm like, what is this? Mrs. When it's I saw it the second time, from the very moment when they got to the house and she went to go look for the for Jason, for mm-hmm. the little boy, and she went down into like the cellar or the basement or whatever, and yeah. she saw like the younger version of her doing the ballet, she made this face when she was looking at herself mm-hmm. that just looked a little off yep. to me. Well, that's when I saw it the second time. It was like, oh, all of that was right here. Right. You know, I for the first time I saw the movie, I'm not going to lie, I sort of peeped the twist. You know what I'm saying? But that's just because in I don't movies think that's like a bad this, thing. No, 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 it, it, it isn't. I think that the way that it was sort of uh, executed was, was fun. Mm-hmm. And even if you did sort of see it coming, it's still... It also made a lot of things that niggas who were like, why are you going in there? Why is she getting out of the car? Why are you doing this? Like, <laughs> if you sort of thought about it, you would, it like some of those things that maybe didn't make sense to you the first time you would yeah. watch it would have. Like, she's getting out of the car. She's going and looking for bodies because she knows what the fuck is up. And she's Damn. trying to keep her shit low. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. what are you talking? So, so what do you think about the little boy, Jason? I'm trying to decide if Jason... If he knows or not? Not if he... Well, so I'm of two minds. One of them is that he figured out by watching his mama, you know, do all of this and hearing some of her grunts and stuff that she is one of the tethered and she has just been kind of faking it. Mm -hmm. But I'm trying to figure out if that little boy is actually one of the tethered as well. What makes you think that? See, I kind of do and I kind of don't. I don't because the tethered, again, don't speak English and that child never, you know, went missing for some long period or ever went, like, he wasn't really missing at all. But the fact that she could speak basically implies that they can you know what I'm saying? Right, but they, it takes time. Like, it take, you have to learn. Yeah, they were abandoned, so, so they God didn't have knows, anybody to right, teach them. God only knows how long Adelaide, when she came back and her family found her, God only knows how long she was silent until she picked up on English and, you know, decided to start talking again. They probably thought it was some great miracle. and she was The kidding. ballet shit was weird. Right. So the little boy didn't have the speech issues, but if you notice in the movie, he got, the first time he got locked in the closet, like locked himself in there when they were playing or whatever, mm-hmm. his sister said, didn't this happen last year? And I thought, hmm, 
maybe it did happen. No, like, why is that line in the movie? Did it happen last year? Did something happen where this boy was like gone for a while and we don't know what happened? Like, it made me think. And then in the car, when Lupita was doing the catch the beat thing and she was snapping, but she was off beat, mm-hmm. which was another, I thought, hint. Mm-hmm. The fact that the little boy joined into the off beat with her, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know, only because I feel like, you know, Red, think- Red specifically talks about giving birth to the children. Mm-hmm. Um, right. See, that's the thing. The little boy doesn't have... That's another thing that makes me think, okay, no, it's not like his tethered version because the tethered him doesn't have a mouth. But it just made me wonder... Well, from like, an accident. He, either, or, or, um, he obviously was, you know... Right. But it's just like, either he was switched or something funny is going on with that little boy or he knows what's up with his mama. I think that he just knows what's up. Okay. And I think that I think that there was something that probably happened between the time... I mean, again, I want to see it again. But I feel like between the time that Red snatched him up mm-hmm. and the time that his mama found him, yeah. he realized... Something's up. Something was up. Because why didn't if... Red kill him? Oh, I don't know why she didn't kill because him. She, because she's Adelaide. Because deep down inside, she has this foundation of being loved and supported and Well, I just assume that she wanted... She wanted for Adelaide to come looking for the boy so that she could kill him. Because mm. that's what she... I mean, assuming that's what she wanted the whole time was to be up in the spotlight and to take that place and to not be the shadow anymore. They were Don't you think to... it's so weird how they both just totally repress the memory of who they used to be? That part was like, the thing for me was like, for Adelaide, originally, mm-hmm. when the one she's who down got snatched. there, yeah. I thought to myself, like, what happened to, I'm, like, obviously you were fucked up from from being down there or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm assuming, like, you know, the trauma, which is implied because even Lupita talks about, like, the voice mm-hmm. that she um, that she used for Red is, like, a real condition that happens to people sometimes after oh. traumatic stuff. Oh, wow. Things like that. So I'm assuming, like, that's supposed to be evidence of, of her having the trauma of being trapped down there. She's handcuffed, so I don't even know how she ever did end up getting out of the bed and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but... But see, I thought that's her thing with with making Lupita's character like chain herself, handcuff herself to the table. Yeah, that's because that bitch handcuffed her to the bed when she snatched her ass in that house of fun. Fully revenge, like Woo. girl, I know what you did to me, and see? like you stole my life from me. I'm taking it back. Like see? I think that that Woo. was like the the implication there. I don't even know if like I, I mean I don't I don't really know why she didn't necessarily kill the 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 son i don't mm-hmm. think that that like was immediately i think that she wanted to i think her thing was to kill adelaide and sort of you yeah. know do this whole hands across america thing which creep oh my creep. god i, mean, I was like nigga i remember hands across america being like i remember seeing them t-shirts and shit i went home and watched the golden girls the night after i watched it the first time oh, as no. i do every night i right. watch the golden but, girls every night oh no and there was a the episode i watched was one <laughs> where rose mentioned something about uh hands on hands across america nope, nope and i was nope. like okay <laughs> I'll just I've never even off. I've watched every episode of that show a hundred times and for whatever reason that line never stood out to me before but anyway yeah I don't know there's still a lot and and I read something from Jordan Peele where he said um that they're like 
there's a, a, a backstory. Like there's more backstory to okay. the tethered and stuff like that than I guess Yikes. what might have been in the movie. I don't know how true or false this is. Mm-hmm. But if it is, that leads me to believe that one of two things is probably going to happen. Okay. Either he's going to make a sequel or prequel to this movie or what I think he might do or maybe what I just really want him to do okay, is make like a black horror cinematic universe where we will find out in the next movie or some future projects that us and Get Out and whatever else exist in the same universe. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Down. Because they both have like the, they both, they don't really have much in common, but what they do is like privileged people, white people, you know, people in the shadows for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, taking control or advantage of bodies for personal gain. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to be a common thing or if I'm just really dipping and dabbing and, and not knowing <laughs> what the fuck's happening. But I kind of feel like, especially with like the industry, like everybody is trying to make their own universe for their movies and shows now or whatever with the success that Marvel has had and the money that Marvel has made from theirs. Oh, okay. And like, it's cool when it's done right. What if hmm. this nigga makes another movie c- again about something completely different? Right. But we find out that there's a tethered in there in the end or something like that. Mm. Or the family from the first Get Out movie is mentioned or something. Oh, like, fuck. I feel like this nigga is probably going to make some more projects and we're going to find out that all of these things, that there's a, they're going to cross over. Oh, I would have I really lived, I would to. have lived if the black family, if they're, you know, summer vacation home. This is how you know these niggas are not regular niggas. Like, they rich. They got good jobs. Because we don't do that. <laughs> we don't go nowhere for no summer and have no house. We just thing. never done it. When the girl said, didn't he do this last year? I'm like, wait, y'all come here every year? I was yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> like damn you niggas is rich she that he got stuck in there like that's why he puts the little thing yeah, there yeah so he... so I was thinking about it. I was trying to decide was this little boy snatched or does he just know about his mom no I think that to, he just peeps yeah. it I think yeah I definitely though after he spent some time with Red however little time and you know that little smile his mama gave him I think she knows he knows but... oh yeah no she definitely peeped that he knows yeah. at the end for sure but even when she got him out of that locker at the end and she was like trying to say to him, it's me. It's like he was looking at her like yeah. funny and she was like, it's me, it's me. And she was acting all weird. And he went like, uh-uh. Like he literally mm-hmm. shook his head and was like, no, but like what's up you here? my mama, but, but you, you a demon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I don't know what you are. There's <laughs> some shit going on here. But I would have died if they house was like out there by the the get out house which i know mm-hmm. is two different settings yeah 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 but if the get out doppelganger family had like came in and killed all them i would have cried i'm laughing. telling you i'm not going to get i'm gonna but like <laughs> i feel like okay jordan might we'll see be thinking about crossing over some of these titles in the future and whether or not he does honestly just to wrap this shit up i thought that it okay, was so yeah. great i thought it was fun i thought it was a really i horror movies are are so easily um not just predictable, but they just sort of like follow the same sort of beats, have the same sort of creatures yeah. and try to do it in different ways. And a lot of times they fall flat. I love that. Honestly, this being a, a black chocolatey family that's 
in the center of everything yes. and survives. No random light skinned child. <laughs> like it was just four dark skinned people who are a family and managed to survive this incredibly hellish night. When when tethered Shahadi um <laughs> So, shout out to this little girl again. I was watching the screen like, I cannot believe this is a child acting right mm-hmm. now. But when when the tethered Shahadi got distracted by that white man, it was almost like she didn't want to turn around and kill that white man real mm-hmm. quick. Like, she wanted to go ahead and kill herself. Yeah, but he kept pushing it. Right, but yeah, he yeah. kept being like, get it. So she was like, fine, I got to go stab some And you could literally look throat. in her face <laughs> yes. how she sort of, stayed in character but you could still see her be like okay I guess I will kill you then (laughs) since you can't mind your business and as soon as she turned around the regular Shahadi I forgot the character's name bitch was out of it Zora yes oh beautiful name yeah lord oh my god when Red told her little girl run Mm. I said oh my god I love it I I love it a track star chasing down a track star help us Jesus mama can't went out there and cracked every fucking ligament whatever she she was like (laughs) girl Girl, if you she think, better get a head start. Everything. <laughs> she was like, I want to have a good time. I said, nope, I won't be looking at this. And she had my favorite kill when she sliced that man, that white man's balls oh, off. Oh, goddamn. Okay, see, I missed that. that was. Oh, the man by the car. Oh, you didn't see her kill him? I thought she stabbed him in the throat. The man who told her to get off the yeah. car? Oh, I, well, I, didn't, I didn't get a good look at it. That was my favorite kill. <laughs> Damn, she No, she literally off. like fell down into a lunge and like snipped him at oh, the groin. Oh, I thought she was like jumping down into a lunge and, sh- and stabbed no, him no, in no. the throat. She hopped off of the car Holy and she like went, shit. yikes! <laughs> oh my God, them scissors. But you see it from like, you see it because Zora is like running towards the camera so you see it in the background. It's yeah, not even okay. like close up. Well, you know, had my had my eyes covered. I'm going to try to look at more of it straight on when I go again this weekend. But shout out to Jordan Peele. Shout out to Lupita. I think it's the highest grossing movie that has a black female lead. Oh, wow. So, That's not the, shocking. Or the highest but... grossing opening weekend. Like the biggest yeah. opening weekend for a movie led by a black woman. And of course, it's Lupita Nyong'o. So again, shout out to the whole cast. Winston Duke, baby, in that bed, child, them legs. <laughs> where He's so you, fine. Where you want to go? <laughs> Shit, nigga, don't ask me twice. <laughs> he was so great. And really good comedic uh, relief. Yeah, you could tell he really he got on her nerves. Yeah. <laughs> he was like really annoying. There, at one point when, she was, when he was in the bed, I remember what he said to her, but when she like turned around and looked at him <laughs> with a typical black woman, I will kill you. Like, you're not listening right, <laughs> right. now and you're gonna make me kill you. <laughs> this movie was so great on so many different levels. It was. All right. Congrats to everybody. I'm see it again and, and try to, you know, see more of it this time. And since we're technically still in black excellence. Um, 30 minutes later. <laughs> um, also, if you're going to see the movie or you want to in the Baltimore area, uh, Next Act Cinemas is a black-owned movie theater. Or as it says on their website, an independent boutique theater that offers a unique personalized movie-going experience for our customers. You will have the option of eating and drinking while relaxing in a comfortable leather chair. Or come socialize and join us for beer and wine at the bar. So basically, I pick, but black-owned. Okay, (laughs) bitch, sign Right in Baltimore. Go down. You can go to Next Act Cinema. Dot com. They are showing us, as well as Captain Marvel and other things. Yay. So, <laughs> go and check them out. 
Support some black movie theater. I wish situation. I was in Baltimore so I could go. That sounds incredible. Yeah, it does. Sound I would like love a good to time. go to a black owned iPick. And I definitely saw it at iPick the second time so I could get my quiet. You know, it? I mentioned. No, I saw us. Oh, I okay. Mean, I saw that. Yeah, you saw. Episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I saw it at iPick so I could get like, you know, more of the thing. Yeah. And then I had to go and see it at the Match Johnson to re black. Mm-hmm. The black the black experience is more fun after. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it at the iPick the first time and I will go see it with the blacks oh, <laughs> this weekend. It's great. Because I feel like with, with Negroes interacting, it won't be so scary. It's not. Because y'all definitely going to yell back at the screen and all that shit. And it's I not. Need it. I need that to break up the scariness of the movie. Yeah. But see, I just wanted it to be scary the first time. No, I don't need it to ever be scary. And but I understand. Fun. You was like, <laughs> these niggas is so loud. Because even little things like sound design, like in the moment where Woo! where he threatens them with the bat. Speaking of sound design, you're right. All, there are so many sound When moments. she makes that noise, <laughs> yes. when Red makes and they run, there's no sound. They just run. I can't. But when everybody is hollering and making noise, you don't get the creepy effect yeah. of, you know, because in a lot of horror movies, they would add some sort of a sound mm-hmm. effect to make it like really jump out at you. Yeah. But the fact that there's none and you just hear the grass and stuff as yeah. they like go their separate ways to start killing these niggas. Frightening. That's what I need. Yeah. You know? And I completely understand because the sound effects in this movie make it so much scarier. But nigga, that remix of I Got Five on it, I may never be able to listen to that song again. And I saw a thread that on fight Twitter sequence? where somebody was like, what other hip hop songs do you want to see remixed for like scary movie soundtracks? And somebody said the whole world by Outkast. And now I can't rest. Somebody it's needs to do it. chapter two. Nigga. It chapter two. Somebody needs to do okay, it. Okay, so that <laughs> as well as um, Back That Ass Up. Oh, yes, absolutely. Also, um, Mama Got Ass. <laughs> And uh, you know what? I'm gonna keep thinking about this. this <laughs> yeah, you you ponder it, rest on it. We Jordan Peele needs to just executive produce <laughs> a mixtape with with hip hop uh, move hip hop yeah. songs turn hard. I'm like, I want to listen to the soundtrack, but I also don't because the music in this movie was incredibly frightening. I love it. And he had to go hunt down, find this man because he couldn't find nobody to you know match the p- particular creepy level he was aiming for, and so he found this man mm-hmm. who I think was it a worked. music teacher or something. <sighs> Jordan Peele, your mind. Your mind. I worry about you. I do too, bro. <laughs> I really do. Talking about, you know, he was just down in the train and thought, hmm, what if there was another me <laughs> on the other side of the train station walking down and getting on his train, you know, going downtown instead of uptown. And I'm like, dog, and you took it all the way here? You took it all the way to life. I just want to be in one of these movies. Facilities underground with all these people. Jordan, you can absolutely hack my character to bits. Love it. I don't care. <laughs> I just want to exist in the in the yeah. Peel verse. I'm, I'm excited to watch it again. The Peel verse is coming. I'm telling you. I believe you. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work life balance can be tough. Okay, if anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. 
And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like mm-hmm. my own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology, we're parting ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Now let's get back to show. Um, this week in Hot Tops, uh, Journey to the Center of the Bottom, we're going to start with, um, let's just breeze through here. I'm actually going to cut some of this drama out because who cares? Okay. Um, whole bunch of drama with Eva and her cousin and them threatening to put hands on his bridesmaid. Eva. Who've been telling her Eva business. Marcel? Eva Pickford, yeah. Pickford, yeah. Uh, is this something that happened on Housewives? Yeah, basically. Okay. She had like a really expensive wedding with like three dresses and I don't know, doves and everybody <laughs> had a diamond in their glass. I don't know, whatever. Like it sounded like it did cost a lot of money and it was very lavish. And then one of her bridesmaids apparently went to Marlo and told her that she'd been scamming and her house ain't hers and oh my god what her her car is not legit she said all this about eva her own bridesmaid one of her bridesmaids wow said this to marlo and then marlo went in um a wig that was like (laughs) oh my god t minus three seconds to lift off no and she went and started telling all of this and i watched this and i was like you know marlo i I like marlo i'm like what is why do you like Marlo? This is, I've always found Marlo entertaining. Okay, entertaining, yes, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. say I like her. Like, oh, yeah, she's I good mean, for TV, but she's. I mean, mess. yeah, that's why I'm watching the show to be entertained. <laughs> like, gotcha. I don't want to go to brunch. <laughs> she's just fun. Um, Woo! But yeah, I just found that to, I'm like, did she scam you? I don't understand what. Yeah, I the purpose was. even need to whoop this girl's ass. I would be trying to beat this bridesmaid's ass. Like, oh well, yeah. Why are you running around talking about me? Her cousin already. I mean. <laughs> They, she says in the episode. I haven't really been keeping up. I just watched yeah, this I show. Don't watch, I watched the episodes Atlanta. that people say there was a lot of mess in. Okay, so I've only seen this season in like bits, maybe Got you. three episodes tops. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, she mentioned who the girl was in the episode. They show her on screen and everything. Wow. So it's not a surprise who she is, but her cousin went on the gram and said, here's the bum bitch that decided to <laughs> go. That's what cousins should do. That's a good cousin. It ends with hashtag, she's definitely catching hands. Hashtag, we are from the streets. <laughs> so I don't know what that girl um, beef is with her now ex I mean, right. Like if we were close enough for you to be my bridesmaid and then you turn around talking shit like that to randoms, Marlo of all people, girl. Like why? Okay, so we was never true friends then, and I need to beat your ass for being fucking petty. Coming out, like, is it that's even true, bill, girl. or is she just running her mouth because she mad at Eva? Who even? Ca- that's my thing. I don't care. Like, like, <laughs> it's like, like, right? That's what I'm saying. What is? What is the point? Like, did did you pay Eva some money? Like, did she ask you for some money for this wedding and you lent it to her, and then you found out she was scamming? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, the, make it why make sense. You're, What's right. happening here? Okay, maybe I need to catch up on the season. Two. You really don't. Okay. But <laughs> all right. Well, you know what? I'll ask Dustin. <laughs> Yeah, Dustin will I definitely. I bet Dustin will have the recap. Have the answers. <laughs> Amen. And meanwhile, Portia's over here paying uh, boatloads of money or trying to have this lavish ass gender reveal. And I'm like, girl, well, maybe Bravo is going to pay for it because you never it's, know. That's got to be it. If they film it, you never know. They might. If it's going to be Portia's, you know, gender reveal special, then absolutely. Oh, no. I think it's just going to be an episode of the show. Oh, then she's probably but spending her own money. I'm just like, I thought to myself when I was, I was like, gender reveals are for rich people. Then I'm like, like, no, because lots of people who don't identify as rich have gender reveals. <laughs> identify as rich. <laughs> I would like to identify as rich. Same. But, you know, lots of regular girls have gender reveals. And I thought to myself, like, that sounds like an extra expense for no reason. It's like, why would you spend thousands and thousands of dollars for a party announcing your fetus's genitals? That seems foolish. Why? Why not just do it at the baby shower if you're going to have a baby shower? Because yeah. I watched this and I was like, you're very clearly going to have a baby shower. A, this is your first baby, mm-hmm. and B, you Portia. So you're going to have a baby shower. Why not just reveal the gender at the baby shower well, that, and save yourself time and that money? That is actually what used to be done. I'm not sure what happened oh. in the past, like seven or eight years when this gender reveal trend started blowing up but it's like now as soon as people find out you know xx or xy it's like another reason to have a party and i don't i'm not opposed i guess as long as you don't have no registry for your gender reveals like girl how many presents are you trying to rack up i mean i feel like i remember a transition where the girls used to just go out to the park with a big balloon and pop it you know <laughs> it used to be like pink confetti blue confetti and then right. people decided you know, let's start taking out guns and doing like a 24. Oh. Remember some some man, I think he worked for um, Border Control, started some massive wildfire, I think in in Arizona or Texas, because they shot off some cannons or something for their gender reveal. I don't know people what have you're to, talking about. You know, it's like people had a cute little party, you know, a pink cake or blue cake, something like that. And then niggas saw it and decided they had to one up it. And now it's time I mean, to... I'm not judging anybody. Have a blast. I mean, it's I'm your just, money. It's your right. baby. I don't give a shit. I, I don't just, understand, but it ain't... It, right. I ain't paying for it. So I thought to myself, to. like, I mean, just why pay a whole bunch of money for right. another thing? You know? I mean, I have some bigger criticisms about, you know, placing gender expectations on your child while they're still in the uterus, but I'm not doing all that right now. Yeah. No, y'all not trying to hear What do we that? need to have that conversation? Because we've definitely said that we're not going to do that before. I know, right? And then we <laughs> One day we should. One day we're going to have today. all the conversations we don't want to have. Right. <laughs> um, so, uh, 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 Miami rap phenom JT of of 
of rap duo City Girls okay. has taken to Instagram because you're allowed, apparently, and uh, said that the wait is almost over. Thank you so much for the love and support. I told y'all that 2019 is the City Girls year, period. Hashtag free JT. She's here taking photos with her uh, bandmate and her man, her label CEO here. And is this like a prison visit? Yeah, it looks okay. like it that way. Uh, some other QC folks. Well, good. And she's got access to eyeshadow and accessories. So good for her. <laughs> her rap her, looks cute. They her let brows. Her do like a photo shoot in the prison or? Fully oh, giving okay. you the official pose. <laughs> She looks good. She does look... She look like she's been staying on top of shit while she in jail, okay? She's not about to fall off. Who is threading your brows behind (laughs) behind bars? I'm like, who is smuggling tiny little razors to you for you to keep your... Because let me tell you, bitch, my shits would be totally grown in, full mustache, like pimples everywhere, hair just raggedy. It would be so bad. I've already said that I would never give a shit. So, like, in or out of jail. Fuck that. So, I don't know how you keeping up behind bars, but you look good, girl. I mean, all right. I guess did she give like an estimated because hell I thought she was coming home last year That's what and we way know. last year at that I thought we she wasn't gonna be I guess they decided bitch you doing every minute of this I don't know how much time she got she said but. 2019 is the city girls year there was some document that came out I think on billboard that said she's supposed to be released uh, like a, a year from now like God March damn. 21st 2020 Oof. but she might get an early release I think that's what they're implying so if you're a City Girls fan. I mean, that's what y'all was implying last year, but all right. Yeah, but... <laughs> you tried. Yeah. You tried. JT was the one I like the most. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and uh, Young Miami has not done a great job of keeping the brand uh, brolic while you've been gone, girl. Not a great job, if you ask me. But, you know, young ladies doing what the best they do? can, I yeah, guess. Yeah, you know. Not you know, be mad people at that. are under certain circumstances and doing the best they can. Monica has filed for a divorce from Shannon Brown, former um, National Basketball Association player. Um, the couple share a five-year-old uh, perfection named <laughs> Leia. She is a doll. Uh, and that's pretty much all that's been released so far. You know, Monica took herself... Uh, 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 a nigga break on Instagram not too long ago. Mm. You know, one of those, um, my nigga's acting up. Oh. Let me get on Instagram and remind him as, re- as well as the rest of the world that A, I'm fine, B, I'm rich, C, I don't need this nigga at all, mm-hmm. and D, I'm going to continue to do me. Um, I wasn't surprised by this at all. I'm like, okay, so he still just cannot seem to get it together. Can't stop cheating. Can't stop. What is it? Like, we don't know. Whatever he's doing, I'm not shocked that she's fed up and done because it's been more than once that Monica has been like separated or, you know, keeping her distance from this man. So it sounds like they've probably been separated for at least a few weeks or months and now she's just making it official. All I know is that I love Monica. I support Monica. Mm-hmm. And always. Shannon Brown, I don't know. So, you know. All I know about him is that he is the basketball player player that looked like Chris Brown but he's not Chris Brown okay I just know that he's Leia's daddy so I expect him to do a good job raising her and that's all my expectations you know I'm here for Gunica and Gunica alone (laughs) so whenever she want to get back on stage and tell niggas hey stop that fucking fighting or I will shut this damn concert down and go home let me tell you 
I will zip these heels right <laughs> off and I will come the fuck down. Yes, there. yes. I mean, it's sad when a marriage breaks up, but if somebody's just consistently. <laughs> not when you a bad bitch. I'm sorry. No, that's not true. <laughs> if niggas just will not get it together and you done gave them chance after chance, it's like, I don't know how long you think I'm going to sit around waiting on you to start acting like you have some goddamn sense, but. Hell no. All right, girl. Um, CVJ got dragged by stud. Um, did you see this? No. What is this VH1 ass <laughs> topic? <laughs> so RHO. Oh no, that's Housewives. Um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is back. I mean, right. Love and Hip Hop Atlanta is back, and um, you know, so I guess Monas told them that they are free to release the drama. To the shade room and beyond. So Mimi is apparently still with this very fine woman named Ty Young. Sorry, I don't know why I <laughs> didn't see that coming. I should have. I definitely should have. Well, <laughs> so I knew who Ty was before this show. <laughs> I'm sure you did. That doesn't gag me. Since, like I'm not shocked. I definitely did. <laughs> Woo, Chile, she's, she's gorgeous. Fine. God damn. Um, Woo. Of course she played basketball. Of course she did. I but, think for Chicago, that's the team I knew her on. Um, or that's where I, I first found out <laughs> about who she was. <laughs> did you hear that WNBA is getting added to 2K? Really? That's what I heard. I read that like on the internet maybe a few days ago and niggas' reaction memes to it has been utterly hilarious. (laughs) I wonder if that's like real or just a rumor that niggas decide to No, they probably are. Well, good. I mean, mean, why Why the hell not? Let me see. NBA 2K20 will feature WNBA players. Oh, well, just them or... Not the teams. Or all of the teams. Oh, you can just select like a girl to play on a team? I might like that as Renee well. Montgomery and is it Aja or Asia Wilson? I don't know. Revealed on social media recently that they will be in NBA 2K. A first for the NWA and 2K. Nice. But is, is it just them or is it all of the teams? Well, I don't I know how 2K not. works. Is 2K all of the basketball teams? I mean, yeah, typically. Like, it's like, I mean, obviously, most I know about them is from trade plan, but... I mm. think that for the most part, if you can name a professional basketball player, he's going to be in 2K. Okay. Well, I and mean, same thing with like Madden. Sure, this is but, great. I want to know if can I play as Brittany Griner? <laughs> can I be fucking six eight <laughs> and wear a size seventeen shoe? That's what I want. I need to pull. I bet you ain't just that gonna... Brittany Griner tree. Good God, that Brittany Griner tree. The wow. bitch is six nine. So what happened with Ty Young was that she posted an adorable photo with her and Eva, which is uh, Stevie's daughter, with um. What's your name? Mimi. Mimi. Mm-hmm. And um, the caption says, Selfie Sunday with Boss Baby. She looked at my IG today and said, Hey, Mommy has way more pics than me. Yeah. So. <laughs> mommy would. Because Mommy makes <laughs> me take these pictures with her. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say that part, but like, obviously. Girl. I mean, it's just I how mean, it goes. It was adorable. You know, a little girl in her statty. Right, I love it. I do too. So this idiot came on here and said, um, y'all should adopt Stevie J. Uh, to which Tyon responded and said, adopt Eva. Yes, she did say I'm like mommy number two. So you mad at me because you left your family years ago and now your baby mama number four and daughter are loved. Be mad if I'm mistreating your daughter, not mad because she's loved and getting the attention she needs as a child. My ovaries work fine though. I'll carry our new baby. 
oh. and Eva will have a sibling in the house and you can continue to be an Instagram daddy and only spend time with Eva when you have time for TV like you've been doing. Oh my God. God damn. <laughs> she was sitting on that for a while. I thought he just meant adopt in general, not adopt Eva. Well, but... he tried to come back around and say that that is what he meant. I mean, yeah, because why would he suggest that y'all adopt his child? Well, because she says that he basically, like, he was being shady. And I think that that's, from what I gather, you know when somebody is saying something nice to you, but they mean it nasty because y'all don't fuck with each other. Right. I mean, she knows Stevie J. So they probably already don't have a good relationship with one another. He probably called me, me being, like, low-key disrespectful about her or whatever. So so it's not about, like, oh, well, y'all should adopt a kid. Mm. You know, it's you being shady because Oh, that's my baby. You're shady. If you want a baby, you should adopt one because y'all can't have one. Honey, um... Yikes! The Puerto Rican princess (laughs) jumped in and said that Faith (laughs) Evans is paying his child support and the girls can't take it. Not (laughs) Bonnie Bella. (laughs) And Bonnie Bella is bilingual. Of course she is. Of course she is. When she posted that that video of her speaking Spanish, I just melted. Wow. So Faith is paying Stevie's oh god. According to Jocelyn Hernandez, I mean, grain of salt. But Faith I mean, I would not be surprised because Stevie J historically has an issue with paying child support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can look up documents, sir. <laughs> Open to the public. I mean, there was a whole storyline. Daddy got to go to New York and might have to be gone for a while because, you know, one of my kid mama is tripping. It was his whole storyline. It was mm-hmm. daddy not finna be around because I got to go to jail because I for don't child pay support. child support. Yeah. Right. So I wouldn't be shocked. But Faith, damn, girl, what are you doing? No, ma'am. I wish the fuck I would. Bitch, absolutely not. <laughs> Soon as I really get home. <laughs> No wonder you was over there cackling to yourself. <laughs> I'll pay your bills for you. <laughs> I'll pay you what you want. No, sir. So, Ty wasn't having it. Okay. Go off steps, daddy. Um, Wendy Williams is taking another break from her show. So more drama with that. Apparently she's having a planned break of what sounds like it might be reruns or something, but they're going to come back um, April 8th. Hmm. I don't remember. Oh, okay. That's not too far in the distance. You know, she's just taking one week off next week, I believe. And um, going to do her thing. But you know, of course, the... Gossip is that her um, the yeah. mistress didn't have the baby, yeah. and then she's been having trouble with that. And apparently, Kevin is threatening to take half of her shit if he if she leaves her. Right. All of these other things. <clears throat> would not which, be surprised by that. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised about that either. Um, but I mean, I heard the story of her like possibly having to go back to rehab because she couldn't take the news of this new baby and was like drinking uncontrollably or whatever. Don't know if that's true or not, but clearly Wendy is struggling and I know a lot of people don't have sympathy for her because she's been such a bitch for so long to so many people. And I I get that. I don't have... 
it's not sympathy in the oh people are talking about you you know y'all don't talk about Wendy Williams kind of way because that's Wendy Williams brand mm-hmm. it's more like I empathize or I feel for you because this is a shitty situation regardless of yeah. who you are and what you do right. and then you add in any addiction issues any mental health issues on top of that it's just even worse Yeah. but girl you the one also at the same time putting up old ass pictures of this nigga talking about he knew me before I had titties and how you ain't never gonna leave I'm just like why you choose to be chained to somebody who ain't doing nothing but dragging you down like like Taraji off that boat in acrimony I don't know I'm ready for <laughs> us to never talk about I'm gonna just watch this you movie. need to watch it just get it over with <laughs> I'm so you tired. need to watch acrimony so like, you can understand the levels of how bad this movie is you know I feel the same way like I don't really care too much about the whatever the drama at home may or may not be it obviously is something that is you know she's struggling with i would say outside of whatever her addiction may be but i just you know i just hate to see her you know struggling with whatever she may be struggling with and Mm -hmm. it also affecting her work yeah and what really bothers me is that if at the core of the root of this is a nigga. nigga. Yes. I just, it, it's, that's it what upsets my spirit. Sets me ablaze. A grown, I mean, really any woman, but especially like a whole grown ass woman and having so much of her livelihood be affected by the shitty behaviors of her husband. I just, it, that's the, what I despise. The thought alone really bothers me. Right. Like, Especially, isn't he her? Wasn't he her manager or something? He worked for her in some. That's way? what I'm saying, and and that's why if the the whole story of him possibly being like, I'll take your sh- half your shit or whatever, it doesn't surprise me. Is because yep. they have literally worked together like business wise for a long time. Mm-hmm. I don't know the extent of all of that, and don't care. But I'm again wouldn't be shocked because I know they work together now. Yes. They have this this foundation or whatever that they started together and shit like that. And it's like, okay, girl, but. <laughs> You wanting to put up, um, you being willing to put up with the nigga shit is one thing, but like it literally affecting your livelihood, your health, and your business. Like you've probably missed more days of work than you've made it this year, sis. That's a problem. Like that's this nigga is putting you through it to the point where you're not able to get to your job, the money, like the shit that you are here to do. Something got to go. I really don't understand how you can see that this person is the cause of all this shit in your life and yet not be willing to get rid of that nigga. I don't know. I guess I just don't. I don't do love like that, but no thanks. Mm. I feel for Well, I, I, you know, Wendy is in my heart. <sighs> this mistress done had a, a baby. And which, don't care. And, right. Uh, just out. Just, oh my God. Because then it's like, nigga, not only did you cheat, you had the audacity to be like pillow talking with this bitch. Had to have been for her to be so fucking disrespectful. It's like, dog, you couldn't even cheat with somebody who had the decency to respect me and be ashamed about it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's all I fucking ask. Can't you find a hoe with pride? Yes. Find a bitch who's like, I cannot believe I'm doing this. I have so much respect for Wendy Williams, but I'm going to fuck you anyway. But I'm disgusted with myself for it. Here's my bank's round number. <laughs> mess. Awesome. Get better soon, Wendy. It's a mess. Um, so, some people pulled out a, a, a video from uh, Cardi B's Instagram Live that she says is from three years ago. Oh, shit. 
in it. Have you not heard about surviving Cardi B? Oh, you know, Jay came over earlier and she was like, something, something, Cardi B, niggas is mad. And I said, girl, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> and we moved on to something else. So basically in a live, an Instagram live where she was hollering about people not giving or trying to you know how she always gets upset when people say, you don't deserve your success. and you da, 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 da. Yeah, people's words still affect her. Yeah. Deeply. Um, but this is from a video where she mentioned how, she, you know, she used to basically drug dudes and, and rob them. Mm-hmm. You know, and during her time as a stripper and whatever, you know, younger. Yeah. The ex days of Cardi's life. I mean, right. Um, she also in one video said something about like if a nigga cheat on her that she would get him, you know, drunk and perked up and then find like a transgender woman. What? Find a transgender woman and have like a threesome with her and the nigga who cheated on her, I guess. Okay. Only for him to then wake up the next day and be like, yeah, bitch, last night, you know, a T-word sucked your dick. Like, basically, and and ends it by saying there's better ways of getting revenge than, like, cheating on him back or whatever. I have seen that clip, Mm -hmm. but I thought she was just saying this is something I would do, not this is something I have done. Mm -mm. And I remember being like, you got your mind for using that word. That second one is something that she definitely, she didn't say that she did do that. That is just something that she would do. I remember the outrage about that comment. So, I guess that they try to tack that on to this other video about her talking about drugging niggas and robbing them and stuff like that. And then this whole surviving Cardi B thing started with niggas, you know, likening her to Bill Cosby. And, um, girl, really? And the rest. Y'all are so they acting like she's a serial rapist. (laughs) So, here's the thing. So, she said on an Instagram post, I'm seeing on social media that a live I did three years ago has popped back up. A live where I talked about things I had to do in my po- in my past, right or wrong, that I felt I needed to do to make a living. I never claimed to be perfect or come from a perfect world with a perfect past. I always speak my truth. I always own my shit. I'm a part of hip-hop culture where you can talk about where you come from, talk about the wrong things you had to get you had to do to get where you are. There are rappers that glorify murder, violence, drugs, and robbing. Crimes they feel they had to do to survive. I Oof. never glorify the things I brought up in that live. I never even put those things in my music because I'm not proud of it and feel the responsibility not to glorify it. I made the choices that I did at the time because I had very limited options. I was blessed to have been able to rise from <laughs> that, but so many women have not. Whether or not they were poor choices at the time, I did what I had to do to survive. The men I spoke about in my live were men that I dated, that I was involved with, that were Conscious, willing, and aware. I have a past that I can't change. We all do. Uh, well, I think she said that perfectly because I was actually going to make that exact same argument. I know this ain't coming from niggas who <laughs> have absolutely loved all manner of violent and terrible lyrics in rap music for the past two, three decades. Like, I know this ain't coming from y'all. I just know it's not. Yeah, the video about, you know, the video that she talks about you know, having this other woman come in and, you know, drug some guy or whatever. That was pretty gross. And I mean, no, those are terrible things. Um, and across the board, they're all awful things. But 
I mean, I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do with this information. You know, does, I mean, does that make sense? Because yeah, I like, because it's like, I don't know very many people who weren't born poor and hustled their way into a life of riches who haven't done things that they're like ashamed of or <clears throat> things they did just to survive. So I just feel like this is something about Cardi B I have always known and nothing about, I mean, the bitch is not a Girl Scout. Like she came out with gangsta bitch music. Like this... It's Bodak Yellow. It's Barty Gang. Like, the bitch isn't playing with y'all. Like, she's been doing this. So, I Some, don't I have, really get, like... I have songs from female rappers that I love that literally <laughs> talk so about confused. this very same thing. I'm not going to act like it's not a very serious thing because, I mean, like, you know, when we talk about shit like Ed Buck, that's, like, across the board. There are people who do get drugged and, and OD or die in circum- yeah. circumstances like that or whatever. So, I'm not making light of it. But I think, like, I just don't know because it's like if you're talking about a video where she's saying this is something that I used to do that I'm ashamed of and now I've been working very very hard to like make a life for myself in music in a legit way I think that that's different than somebody who has drugged people and raped them and to this day acts like it never happened or there's nothing wrong with it. I just feel like they're, they're different conversations. If someone were to come forward and be like, Cardi B drugged me, this is what happened to me. Like, mm-hmm. I obviously would take that conversation very seriously, but it's like, Cardi B did something terrible and right. horrible and I and she's well aware of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not I just don't know what to it. do with this. I mean, niggas put this sort of content in their music all the time. They brag about sexually assaulting women. I'm sure there's no shortage of lyrics that could, you know, represent this conversation. So and actually do really it for me. For me, what where I have an issue here is with the surviving Cardi B hashtag because it feels like now stop me if I go too far off sure. in the distance here. But it feels like whoever is passing around this sur- surviving Cardi B thing is trying to act like Cardi and R. Kelly are somehow on the same level of like committing monstrous acts. That's not far others. out in anything. And I just feel like if you really felt that strongly about these men that Cardi set up to be robbed or whatever, then you would make whatever you are talking about about the victims. Like, this seems like you're 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 snatching off the the R Kelly hashtags like it's I'm assuming there's a mute Cardi B as well and like people I'm are sure. just running I mean. with the whole like y'all did this to R Kelly so we're going to do it to Cardi B thing it it feels more like to me a response to from people who are upset that R Kelly is finally getting what he deserves after years and years of tormenting black girls like it's more like it's more like niggas who want you to keep that same energy, but it's a right. false equivalency. It's right. like we're not talking about the, it's same, the same shit they've been they've been doing with like Harvey Weinstein or whatever. Except yes. <laughs> it's like that actually is someone who also has sexually assaulted and raped people, and mm-hmm. we know that. And he is being like the niggas going to court. So right. I don't, it just feels like what what exactly do you want me to do with this? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like the. Uh, her saying that is, I'm not like, oh yeah, sure, girl, rob these niggas no, and drug them. I like, mean, rob these niggas, don't drug them. <laughs> but hell yeah, rob them. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> you know, you are so stupid. I'm just saying. But like, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I. I <sighs> I, I acknowledge it as being a terrible thing that hopefully didn't lead to anybody being seriously hurt or killed mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, 
But yeah, equating it to like the surviving hashtag, which you're absolutely right. That's what it is. That's why they're saying surviving Cardi right. B. You know, so like it's those like y'all two don't even really not... mean that. Y'all don't really believe that like people have been suffering at the hands of Cardi B for years and years. This is just like, oh well, y'all did it to R. Kelly, blah, 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 so you better do it to Cardi B as well. And it's like something like this. I feel like I. I like I know that they have pulled black dead bodies out of Ed Buck's apartment. Right. But it's like I I just know for a fact that I have bopped along to incredibly problematic music by incredibly problematic artists who talk about shit that is just as bad as that and much worse than that. Like it's not like Cardi is doing something that is so outside of what is normal or accepted in hip hop. That's why I'm so confused. Like how are y'all acting like this isn't right up there with everything that everybody else has been talking about? There's nothing new about what Cardi B is saying. It's not heinous in some incredible way. Like it's very much like, like do you want good to be bitch like, doing shit to survive. You should be ashamed of like, yourself. She should, yes. She Cardi, is. you should be like, ashamed for that. And but, she feels bad. But Don't know. <laughs> It, now, like if she, Cardi B has, you know, an, uh, a house somewhere in the Bronx, White Plains or somewhere, and she got niggas chained up downstairs and they have to call her mama and ask for permission to shit and all this, then we're going to have a whole nother conversation about that. But I get the feeling you niggas are just trying to act like this is the same thing when it is not. There's just been a whole lot of that recently of people comparing yeah. things to other stuff. As if it's all that, the same, like isn't even and I'm not sure why y'all keep doing it I don't know why either because we all know that there are like degrees of fucked upness we all know that you don't get the same sentence for stealing a candy bar as you would for murdering three people absolutely yeah they're both wrong wrong I guess but it's like bitch one of these is like drastically more serious than the other like I just don't niggas rap about that sort of thing, drugging. And re- remember, Rick Ross had a whole put put some in a champagne, thing took her home and enjoyed it. She ain't even know it. Like, dog, this is. But it's look not at that! Good, look at that! But it's common. He put that in the song and rapped along yeah. to it and performed and was to proud it of as it. if it was no thing. Yeah. Whereas this woman is saying, "This is something that I used to do that is horrible right. that I thought I needed to do to survive, mm-hmm. and I'm grateful that I don't have to. Right. That I'm not in that position anymore. Like I don't know what you want me to add to right. that. Do you want me to prosecute her? Like I don't. I don't know. I just want to know if these same people, like, if you feel so strongly about, like, it's just so wrong. For people to drug other people, which I agree. That's why when it happened with Rick Ross, I talked about it here on this show and cussed Rick Rick Ross out because I felt like that's such an awful thing to not only do, but to put in your lyrics as though it's some great thing. Like, he put it right there in the song and went along with it. Like, bitch, it ain't nothing wrong with this. Right. So, if y'all didn't feel that way about Rick Ross and drugging, then I don't understand why you feel that way about Cardi B, who is not even putting it in her music or glorifying that part of her life. I'm not even about to be like <laughs> I just don't get what y'all are doing what y'all are trying to do here it's it's foolish though. I'm not even a huge Cartney fan I'm happy for the girl having success and stuff or whatever but it's just I don't really this is stupid I, right y'all gonna make me argue on her behalf when it's not <laughs> like I'm I'm no 
I'm no card. She's already so self-destructive. Like, give her the space and opportunity to really ruin her shit. <laughs> this ain't it. Like, horrible, yeah. horrible things that she's done and said, yes, but I think that she's quite aware of that. And as far as we know, no one has lost their lives at the hands of Cardi B or is, like, eternally damaged right. because of it. So I just don't really know what to do with this information. Yeah, I just feel like y'all want to act like it's the same, but it's not really like a take Cardi B down thing. It's more like a leave R. Kelly alone kind of thing. And, and y'all you, kiss my ass. And, and, I ain't never gonna leave R. Kelly alone. And you can literally just stop. You see how I'm just <laughs> not gonna buy any more Daniel Caesar music? <laughs> see how easy that was? <laughs> That's just my opinion. You can feel differently. Yeah. You can agree with them and can keep supporting them. You could disagree with them and keep supporting them. And I won't care what your decision is either way. Yeah. So if you just feel like, you know what Cardi B is discussing and should be ashamed of herself, I'm deleting Please Me from your phone. I'm not gonna argue that you're wrong. I mean, no, not at all. It's your phone. You can spend your. <laughs> like, I don't know what the you can spend want. your point zero zero one zero, <laughs> you know, percent of a penny on a stream or whatever. I don't. I don't care about that. But if you think this is gonna get me to shut up about R. Kelly, you got a whole other thing coming. Um, what's your read? Oh God, what is my read this week? There's so much to talk about: the Jesse Smollett case, the fucking government, Betsy DeVos. There's Are you just... going to do that in the read part, or do you want to I mean, talk about him? Now? It doesn't. We can do it right now. Might as well. Okay, so um, Jesse Smollett's 16 charges, um, a fuckery <laughs> has been dropped. A charge for every alleged lie been dropped by Chicago. State Chicago State Attorney, get me out of here! I'm so <laughs> like I'm full of weed and acetaminophen. Yeah, you don't feel very well today. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna work. <laughs> you said I really don't want to be harassed on the internet because I, I did not come in the studio. I, know. I just talked to my therapist about this this morning. I was like, girl, like I know that like 90 percent of people who follow us, if I were to be like. I'm sick. The show's going to come out a day or two late. Would be like, feel better, girl. Right. But for whatever reason, that 10% that is like, I don't give a fuck. It's like, mm -hmm. it. I can't act like that isn't. And a lot yeah. of shit, a lot of shit doesn't bother me. But like, something about that it's irks like, me. And yeah. it's not just because like, I have to deal with it. I don't care. But like I told my therapist this morning, you do too. Like, they're not just going to be in my mentions you know, they're going to be in your mentions also. I mean, I'm good for filtering just to people I follow and leaving it alone. Like, they're not going to stress me out one way or the other. But it's kind of like when people treat you like you cannot be human and have shit go wrong. It's like, dog, I just need you. I understand you enjoy the show. And I love that you enjoy and support the show. But, like, I just need you to see me as a human being yeah. who's going through something right now. Comes with the territory. It just, like, brings me, like, it I'll does. never forget it when does. when my grandmother died and didn't come to work and you had to go off on Twitter. I mean. Because it's just like, come on. Like, y'all, y'all, y'all. The man is grieving. Can but then not? on top of that, you have fully come to work and recorded the show with strep throat. So, like, <laughs> it was like 75% I mean, it bad. A, it's still a job and we, we do it. But, you know, sometimes we just got to shit if you don't happens feel and good, we're though, human beings. And if you feel like trash, mm -hmm. you're, I just, I'm more concerned that I'm not going to have the, like, energy or the humor 
like up to par in the the way that I want it to be. So mm-hmm. you're not even going to get... It's not that it's like, I don't feel like doing a show. I, my main concern is always, is the show even going to be good because I can't breathe? Yeah. I don't want you to have a whack right. episode. Yeah. I mean, and we don't want to come out here and do something that we don't like. Either, right. I don't want to not be that's having That's why fun. I told you, nigga, if you don't feel good, we will do this tomorrow, Friday. Them niggas will be all something. right. They can wait. They will be just fine. I took the, the drowsy mucinex. Oh. That's the only one that really helps with. Have you noticed? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been noticed. They changed the formula, so the good shit you can only get behind the counter. You have to show ID and all that because niggas be making meth out of it. So they have yeah. to regulate how much of it you buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sh- that mucinex that you can get on the shelves, that ain't shit. You got to go back to the pharmacy and be yeah. like, give me that one, I want bitch. eight of those. <laughs> oh, yes. That will clear up whatever's going on inside of you. Oh, uh, yeah, but I'm straight. Uh, So, okay. yeah. These charges uh, in the Jesse Smollett case have been dropped. Um, he came forward again, maintaining his innocence and said he wouldn't be his mother's child if he did the things he was being accused of. Um, the Chicago police superintendent, mad as fuck, as you can oh, imagine. Yes. Oh, yes. The mayor, also pissed, called it a whitewash of justice, which is far past laughable. Fuck like Ron Emanuel. That's the greatest comedy of the year. Sir. Um, <laughs> Woo. So, I mean, first of all, let me just say that when, <laughs> when that nigga said that he felt like, <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> when he said that he felt like they, um, the city was still owed an apology, mm-hmm. this is the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> Of course, New York queen of the reaction. <laughs> and I remember that. First of all, I feel like I'm owed an apology because I came downstairs. You're not getting one. <laughs> Let's start the process, shall we? Oh, New York. What a fucking icon. <laughs> Those were the days, man. Her days on reality TV. That was truly it. I'm so glad she was finally on Drag Race, too, because... Oh, I, mean, I need to catch up. It's on my DVR. I got New York and Jeff Winger as judges on the same episode of Drag Race. But anyways, yes. that was fantastic. Not a fan of this season. Love Angie. But other than that, mm, hmm. not feeling it this season. Okay. Well. Um. So, yeah. I mean, uh, from here, uh, it's been... It's been Twitter, <laughs> War 3. Of course. Um, I have to admit, I laughed. Big, big, big hearty laughs when I read this news. Not because I ever thought that Jesse Smollett was innocent or guilty. Because like I said, when the story came out, there's so much confusion surrounding the story. And I just do not know what happened. Mm-hmm. But I felt like... Number one, first and foremost, I'm never, ever, ever going to believe any police department in this country over a black man unless that black man has given me reasons to not believe him. First like of all, a pretty good way to. And live. I feel like most black people would agree with that until you start throwing in gay, mm-hmm. lesbian, trans, whatever in front of that black man or black person and then it becomes like a "Mm, maybe we should listen to the police chief you guys i'm just saying maybe this time they're on it it's like okay you niggas are real funny about that but my whole issue was i did not like the way it was handled at all from the police department's perspective the fact that that man went on good morning america talking about the case i'm like bitch is this not an active investigation what the fuck are you doing and and for him to 
to get on TV and act like it was an open and shut case. When y'all see all the evidence, it's going to be blah, 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 da, 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 this, this, this. I'm like, for them to dismiss all 16 counts, I have to believe that the evidence was nowhere near as strong or convincing as this police chief wanted us to believe. And I I believe that was deliberate. I believe people capitalized on the fact that the story kind of blew up and there was this whole MAGA component to mm-hmm. component to it. So people really latched onto that. It but, was a really high profile. Yeah, it was. Case. It turned into a huge thing, but I just refused to come here and talk on a show that is, you know, going out to millions of people every month and act like this man has already been like convicted and found guilty and sentenced. And we've all seen this overwhelming evidence. I refuse to come in here and act like this was Bill Cosby with 50 accusers. I refuse to come in here and act like this is R. Kelly who, you know, there are multiple tapes and, you know, multiple witnesses and multiple victims who have come out. I just refuse to do that. Right. I refuse to do that when I have not seen and still to this day have not seen any evidence that tells me that Jussie Smollett lied about this situation. That's it. I haven't seen it and y'all haven't either. And you can say, well, I'm just saying I don't believe just because they dropped the charges doesn't mean he's innocent. No shit. But like (laughs) I said, (laughs) I mean, like literally people have been saying that to me and I'm like, no fucking duh, niggers. If you listen to what I said, I said straight up, I was not there. I do not know what happened. I don't know who's guilty or innocent, but I'm not going to what what the police department is doing and Chicago police on top of that Mm. is highly suspect suspect bitch and so then for all the charges to be just dismissed oh Mm -hmm. record just expunged and then the family had to put cleared next to expunged in parentheses so you dumbasses would know what the fuck that meant i was like oh no girl nope 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 i'm actually very glad that i came in here and stood my ground and didn't let what people wanted me to say influence me because (laughs) shit like this happens where it's like unless you know some evidence comes out unless these sealed case files or whatever are leaked and something comes out where Jussie Smollett where it looks like he was just guilty and you know he was paid his attorneys paid off y'all niggas then came out of the woodworks with all kind of different conspiracy theories and shit about what Jussie Smollett you know pulled a a fire festival and sucked dick to get out of this jail sentence or whatever the fuck else y'all done came out with a whole bunch of different wacky shit I don't know but unless something comes out to change my mind something proof something evidence-based i need y'all to really listen to the words i'm using listen to the specific words i'm using until that happens then i am not going to believe the police department over a black man who has never given me a reason to doubt what he says or does that was my thing from the beginning i mean i just don't know where this would come from and none of it makes sense it doesn't sound like something that this individual would do and so poorly I just don't get it and now here I am with absolutely no information and I'm not gonna get none yeah it's like charges like like I don't again much like a few other things we talked about tonight I don't know what y'all want me to do with this um (laughs) the story is so like fucked up and I really think people cannot tell the difference between what has actually been reported and what has been passed around social media versus what the police say versus what the evidence says versus what Jesse says versus what the brothers say like I think it has all turned into this big ass clusterfuck and that was done deliberately and now we all are just gonna be like well 
Ain't no trial, so we don't get to see whatever evidence the police had. So we don't, I guess we will never really know what the facts were of that night. But I'm not going to condemn somebody who hasn't given me a reason to feel that way about them. I just don't care anymore. Like, this whole thing became a lot less about um, hate, hate crimes, and, like, people actually um, suffering at the, uh, the hands of of... American people who are so disgusting and ignorant and prejudiced that they feel that they can actually put hands on people, harm people, kill people or whatever, just for who they are. Like it has become more of a, like a jerk off contest of like, even after this, when I went to the the internet and I'm seeing how people react into it and I don't know why I didn't just continue to play Sekiro or whatever the fuck it was I was doing, but It was just like uh, one side of a bunch of people saying like, I told you girls. I told y'all niggas. I just knew from the beginning. Peep the Jussie Smollett tattoo as well as the Jussie action figure (laughs) with Kung Fu grip. Never left the doll side. And then on the other side, worse so is just like, nah, but y'all bitches don't know. I watched every episode of Matlock as well well as the West Wing <laughs> and I just know that there's no way that he's telling the truth and you all are she- it just became this whole back and forth of niggas arguing over literally no evidence right. and nothing is going to change from and both here. of like, y'all it just are is what it is out of your point. minds it's like is there no is there no one else who says I don't know what happened here the the details are murky at best and so gonna gonna just be like well fuck it if if the charges for dinner like i would i totally understand still being invested and having an opinion if we were going through a trial and seeing the different evidence that came out every day but that's not happening so it's like okay girl i still feel great that i didn't come in here and judge a man and assume that he was guilty and cuss him out for lying when i still don't have any proof that that's what happened and i'm just never going to feel bad for that yeah i just look forward to never having to hear about this again yeah that's same, how i feel about same because this was an absolute mess a shit I mean, show from top to bottom everything about it was awful i hope jesse and his family feel vindicated i hope you know everybody is able to i know i know empire the writer's room tweeted that you know they they were supportive, so or, you know, ready to welcome him back into the. No, what I saw was some shit like, uh, what the fuck did that tweet say? Something like, well, we back on Wednesdays. It said something like oh, that. Oh, Lord, niggas. Something like that <laughs> from their writer's account. And I was like, girl, okay, let me get the fuck off of the internet because yeah. I can't with y'all. But yeah, I hope that, you know, he's got a great therapist and that his family loves on him and. That everybody goes right back to minding, you know, whatever business it is, business it is that y'all be minding. You go find some new scandal to mm-hmm. tweet and argue about. I mean, tomorrow, I'm sure they week, already anyway. have. I'm certain the internet has already moved on to something right. else. That's the thing. Like, people will turn on you, chew you up, spit you out. It don't matter what the truth is, really. In the end, it only matters to very few people. Most of them, the court of public opinion, the court of their dashboard, the court of their timeline is all that matters. And then they just go move right on, like. You're just another news story to these people. You are just another shade room headline. You're just another click on Twitter. They're not looking at you as a whole ass human being. So I'm certain, quite certain the Internet has already moved on to dragging apart somebody else. It just is what it is. It's like that's how the news cycle works now. 
Well, that was the hot tops for this week. Um, That's a whole last show in itself. Yeah, it is. We could just literally. Yeah, let's just go home. <laughs> okay, no, let's not. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. OK, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print, or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 metro stores nationwide to sign up today. All right. So we're back and my muse is um, it's wearing off. So let's. OK, so we're only going to do two letters this week. Fine. OK. First, uh, we have not an update, but a lot of people um, sent in letters with nigga excuses. <laughs> Because remember I'll last week? Yeah, so it. the one that we mentioned on the show, the young man said that he only saw his ex in a porno because it was a compilation. Right. And he didn't actually seek her right. out. We got a lot of really good ones, but one that I wanted to share is this lady said, I caught my ex-husband cheating on me. And the excuse he gave is that if he didn't sleep with the woman he was messing around with, she was going to kill herself. And he could not live with that on his conscience. Sir. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I don't know how y'all would file the fuck off on these niggas. There's so many emails in here talking about the dumbass lies men came up with to try to get out of it when they were caught cheating. This yeah, we need girl. to make a page. Um, somebody uh, suggested calling it "fuck boy fables." There's so many. It's like it's just insane. Definitely needs an inclusive name because I don't want your white coworkers yeah. to look. Look, I'm not going right. to you. No, we don't want to. We don't make it. But that's what they called it on the podcast, Sharice. <laughs> no, you have to understand. It's Kefir and Crystal. Look them up. 
So anyway, moving on into the questions this week, somebody wants to know how you feel about the Trina and Trick Daddy fallout that happened on Love and Hip Hop Miami. Do you feel a way about that? that? No, not at all. I saw the video and I was like, yikes. It made me uncomfortable. Like It made me a little sad because I didn't know that they had that kind of venom toward each other. So Trina for that- and Trina have fallen out so many times over the course of my oh, life. Okay, like they're they're practically like brother and sister. I'm sure they're really heated at each other right now, but mm-hmm. it really didn't make me feel no way because a my bitch came out on top and <laughs> she B- did. <laughs> she absolutely did. <laughs> I was like, damn, zero lies. And B like I. They'll be mad at each other sometimes. I'm sure that they will be fine. Personally, I think that it kind of makes me sad because um, Trick Daddy has a lot of ain't shit opinions and he has made a lot of ain't shit statements. Mm -hmm. However, at the same time, I feel kind of bad because I think that I feel like he kind of feels insecure about being older and because he's sick. I mean, okay. I do because like I I feel like there was just all of these moments where he would just not want to record or he would just not want to do anything and he okay. really has been I was gonna say he's been MIA oh <laughs> my god oh I love you but he really has been like not coming out like that and he always has this excuse like ain't getting on no record you got to prove yourself if you want to da 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 all of this other stuff. But yeah. no album, barely any features of anybody. You got to respect one of these niggas out here. Something. You know. Meanwhile, Trina's like, no, I like bags. <laughs> Whether you like it, pay attention or not, she's remained consistent. Trina always got a record out. Yeah. So I just... A record that I download and play. <laughs> so I didn't feel no kind of way about that. I wondered. I wouldn't... I mean, I didn't wonder enough to text you about it. The girls like, were literally yikes. like, are you okay? <laughs> DM me because I feel like I don't know who I don't know if it was VH1 or something but I know somebody posted the clip and said check on your Miami friends and I don't know what page or whatever it was that posted that but everybody (laughs) was adding me like are you are you heartbroken over this I was like girl no No, not at all she cussed him out she did she was pretty right and spot on in many things and the girls were like oh but Trick was right there wouldn't be no Trina if it wasn't for for Trick Daddy Girl, how like, do you know? I, first of all, she never disagreed with that. Like, she never, there wasn't, from what I heard anyway, she never said, uh, you lying. Her thing was, I've been consistent. I've been working. Yeah. I come out like, your thing is a whole different thing. Stop making the excuse that because my four songs that I chose for this album are pretty, whatever that means, right. that you just don't want to do the record. That's not what it is. It's something else. And yeah. I don't know what it is. And I don't care because I'm going to go continue <laughs> to do me like I always have. I'm not waiting on no nigga right. to give me shit. And Trick Daddy may be the reason that we were introduced to Trina, but I don't think that means that Trina would have never made a name for herself without him. Right. Right. It's not like he gave her her talent. He brought her into, you know, our our vision. He's our our gateway to Trina, but, you know, he is not Trina. Trina It's not like he made her. So separate of of Trick Daddy and even Slip and Slide for, like, for years and years and years and years. They used to be like, you think of Trina, you think of Trick Daddy too. Not so much anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From, like, a worldwide perspective. Right. No, you're right. So, (laughs) so. I mean, okay. that argument didn't move me. I wouldn't be surprised if in 
however much time they find. Okay, great. They've known each other for longer than most of these people have been alive. Let's move on to the mess. This question comes from Tristan, who says, I've been listening to the read for a long time, and I know y'all talk about how sexuality is a spectrum, and we should explore same-sex relations. I just want to stop right here. Right. Did we say that? I don't. I mean, sexuality is a spectrum, yes. Explore same-sex relations? Don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I really don't think we have ever encouraged y'all to explore yeah, homosexuality. unfamiliar. I don't think I've... <laughs> so I just wanted to clear that up before we moved on. It wasn't until I heard the listener letter of that guy who tried having sex with another man because he was attracted to long clits that I decided I, I should try something new as well. About. That fucking letter. <laughs> that letter has inspired a lot of niggas. Okay. <laughs> I know a nigga who has liked me for a long time, so I already knew it would be him I'd give the peen to. Wait, wait. I knew what? I know a nigga who has liked me for a oh, long okay. time, so I already knew it would be him I'd give the peen to. <laughs> The problem is we've been talking about it and exchanging nudes. Oh, okay. But now I don't think I really want to go through with it. <laughs> I tried falling back by ignoring him or having very little conversation with him, but it hasn't worked. Does this make me a fuck boy? How yeah. do I tell him I'm not into it? Do I even tell him? Do I just do it like Nike and go from there? Oh, just do it like Nike and go from there. Okay. Seriously, please help me out. Last time I visited home, I didn't tell him I was coming and he was mad and I'm visiting home again Duh. soon. <laughs> help, Tristan. Uh, he gave himself a fake name and looked like he sent this from a burner Gmail. Amen. DL to the core. Okay. I appreciate it, bitch. Y'all won't be tracing this nigga. You better be in the closet, bitch. Uh... <laughs> I'm kidding. Listen, Sir. yeah, I mean, tell this nigga that you don't want to do it anymore. What the fuck is the big deal? What is he going to do? Kill you? Like, right. who cares? Like, like, it's perfectly fine that you don't want to go through with it. I don't understand. You said I tried falling back by ignoring him or keeping the conversation brief. Why don't that you? Don't help. Right. Why don't you fall back by saying, "Hey, I thought maybe I would be interested in this, but I've been thinking about it, and I really don't want to go through with this. Sorry for wasting your time." This type of shit I be talking about. Y'all be driving motherfuckers crazy, especially if you're younger. <laughs> yeah, You know what I'm saying? You be driving motherfuckers crazy. You didn't send this nigga nudes. He didn't send you nudes back. And he think that everything is all set and straight and ready to go. And now all of a sudden, we got to play motherfucking Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys and go on motherfucking Blue's Clues <laughs> Mysteries and shit like that to figure out what the fuck your problem is. Tell him you don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, it's the same. This is the same advice we would give anybody else. The fact that it's the same sex situation doesn't change that. But you like trying to break it off by not just coming right out and telling him that is only going to make it more awkward. It's only going to be like weirder when you go home and you Instagramming and Snapchatting and everything else from home. And he's like, really, nigga? So you in my city and didn't hit me up, but you didn't send me pictures of your dick and all this. It's like, just be real with him. That it, it is just... <sighs> <laughs> Insecure did such a beautiful job of like visualizing this yeah. with the whole episode of her being ghosted yeah. by that nigga. Like it, it just it's so annoying and it shouldn't be, but it is because you start to then think like, what's the prop? Did I do something right. or is there something wrong with you? Have, did I offend you? What's the fucking issue? Because yeah. you can't go from sending me your fucking dick and balls <laughs> and then being like. And assumably sexting on top of that. Like, it's just like, sir. So just all of a sudden you didn't have no interest. Like, even if that's the case and you're like, I guess I'm straighter than I thought I was. I've been thinking about it and I just really whatever it is in the booty. Because I'm not sure. I wasn't sure if you lost interest because you. You just are getting cold feet from the gay thing or if you weren't 
happy with the nudes you got or <laughs> that's just Are you not, not feeling me? Like, are you not feeling him or are you just not, you know, feeling the idea of having sex of the same gender? Like, I, what I'm saying is I didn't really get if it was one or the other there, but it truly doesn't matter because yeah. at the end of the day, you just don't want to do it anymore. Even if you were to tell him that and it stung a little bit, I promise you it would do way yes. more good yes. <laughs> than anything else. Because then you could go to the city and not be, you know, ducking in Ubers and shit like that. <laughs> and like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Worried about whatever the fuck he can know. Oh, this nigga's in the city or whatever. And I cannot expect to see him because he doesn't want to do X, Y, and Z anymore. Like, yeah. I don't know what the, like, girl. Y'all think y'all are, are avoiding hurting somebody's feelings by no longer speaking to them anymore? Thank you. And that's backwards as fuck. Thank you. <laughs> You're That's making it works. worse. <laughs> if you don't want to hurt their, there's no way to tell somebody, hey, I'm not interested anymore without hurting their feelings. So at least do it the humane way and say it to their fucking face or through text. I guess if y'all have been texting this whole time, tell him and let the nigga move on instead of leaving him wandering and sending you text after text, like back to back texting and shit, trying to see what's going on with you. Did I do something? Blah, blah, blah. Just tell that man you're not interested and move on with your life. Like, and the fact that you, <laughs> the fact that you are seemingly bi-curious or whatever would probably make it easier to digest for this guy yeah. if you're like, I'm not feeling it anymore. Even if you aren't, even if you just aren't feeling him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you can just be like, look, I don't even really know if I'm ready for this or if I want to do this anymore. Yeah. Let's just be friends or whatever. Someone like me or anybody I think that is is fair, at least, would be like, okay, he just got cold feet with a thing and let it go or whatever. Right. Then if you were like a full out and out gay and you were like, I don't want to do this anymore, because then it would be like, well, damn. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't want to do this with you anymore. Right. So, But you have the benefit of being, you know, in the closet or still being perceived as straight by pretty much everybody else. So you can tell him, you know... It sounded like a good idea. <laughs> but the more I think about the logistics, I'm just not interested. Like, I feel like he has to almost expect that coming from somebody who I mean, has right. only ever been involved it shouldn't be shocking with now. cisgendered women for, you know, years and years. It shouldn't be a surprise to him. But please just give him the fucking courtesy of saying, hey, man, I'm not into it no more. Like, please. I mean, what's the harm? I tried to fall back by doing everything except telling him I was falling back. Y'all be swearing that you're doing it for that person or you don't want to hurt their feelings, but you just don't want to deal with having hurt feelings. Yeah, you don't want to manage somebody's emotions and you don't want to be responsible for their hurt, but they will be all right. Like, people bounce back because plenty of the girls would be like you're okay. not gonna ruin her like, life like <laughs> so many people if you were to just be honest with them up front to be like totally get it yeah and move on like it was nothing while you think that they're about to be out here like create burning effigies and 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 like and bleeding in front of shrines with your photo yeah. and all kinds of wild shit like no i'm crazy now or i've been <laughs> going crazy because you've had me out here like driving the fucking Scooby-Doo van around town trying to figure out what the fuck is your problem. Right. Because it was all good two <laughs> seconds ago. And now, and now I'm in the mystery machine. And you haven't said anything. And you're not going to like ruin... Do you watch The Good Place? Of course. I'm up to date. <laughs> so it's this one of my rem oh, The Good Place is so good. If y'all haven't watched it, it is incredible. Start from season one, episode one. It's not one of the ones where you can just jump in anywhere. But Chidi's this so reminds fine. me... So I love Cheaty. Chidi's my favorite character. Well, Chidi and Janet. It's a, oh, yeah. it's a tie. That's Janet true. is everything. Janet is fantastic. But this reminds me of when Chidi had to break up with his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And he was, the whole episode, he mm -hmm. was just stressing out over yep. how to do it. And, you know, she's going to be so sad. And his friend had to say, look, 
that girl's a badass. She's a fucking neuroscientist. Like, yeah, her feelings will be hurt. She'll be sad for a little while, but she's going to move on and have a dope-ass life without you. So just break up with her. Right. Just break up with him. <laughs> okay. So our last question comes from Jeremy, who says, I'm a young professional in America, and I'm in a long-distance relationship with a Nigerian boy who lives in Canada. We have been dating for a year and met on an online dating app that is not really meant for relationships. <laughs> Okay. So catch that. Right. <laughs> we both are growing together and all of our arguments have been settled with maturity and understanding. We're going closer mm. and I'm becoming deeply in love as each day goes by. We only see each other a few times a month because he's working on his visa. When we do meet up, we usually do our sexual things. Yep. <laughs> of course. Within the 30 minutes of me being at his house, first 30 minutes of me being at his house. Okay. I'm very sexually attracted to him. He's muscular, takes care of himself, and his skin makes me get aroused just thinking about it. He's not the most endowed in length, but that doesn't bother me at all. What bothers me is his moans. He raises his voice 10 octaves and sounds like a female porn actress in the middle of sex. I usually roll my eyes and keep going until he's done. We are both verse and flip flop. But I don't find topping him attractive because his voice turns in. His voice turns into a Caucasian blonde from the worst misogynistic porn herb search you can find. Oh my God, it must be so bad. It's cringy and it sends a bad feeling down my spine. It freaks me out and I don't know where he even learned to make these sounds. Maybe from his early days of hetero porn, but I'm genuinely confused and I honestly go soft at the sound. I don't know how to communicate with this him or if I even should. Should I deal with the moans and take the constant L's of not finishing should I hold his mouth each time? <laughs> I'm so stuck and confused on how to deal with this problem. Thanks, Jeremy. I don't know what to tell you. Damn, so you don't even get to finish? Oh, no, sir. I'm sorry. I thought you was still both busting nuts and no. you just had to deal with this high-pitched ass moan. Oh, no. There are so many layers to this. <laughs> um, but if if it is as extreme... As you are making it seem. I wouldn't be shocked if you're exaggerating a taste. But... <laughs> Ten octaves is an exaggeration. Like, <laughs> but if it... Re- like, some moaning really is... It really can be a turn-off. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's, like, porn-like. You know, there's... one Like, because that... Across yeah. the male-female, that exaggerated yeah. acting moaning yeah. is so annoying. It Just, is. <laughs> it's, I hate hearing it. So I could understand you being annoyed by it even if you didn't mind that his voice went up however many octaves or whatever. Right. Just like... <sighs> Because I'm picturing the noise in my head, and I also would be very turned yes, off by it. I actually would, too. At first, I was judging you, but I thought about it, and <laughs> if one of these thugs was doing, like, some high-pitched giggle or something, I would be like, so, sir, you're going to have to get out of my bed, because I don't know what the fuck that was. But I'm thinking, like... <sighs> but I would, I mean... Straight men, all for you. How do y'all feel... <laughs> I feel like your partner's moan should turn you on more. Yes. I really feel like most of us agree about that, right? Because, see, that's the thing. Like, it, I care. Find the words. <laughs> it seems like the issue with him is, is, is it the femininity of it? Is it the extraness of it? Is it both? Okay. You know, yeah. that I'm, I'm trying. Because the extraness of it, I can totally understand being incredibly 
annoying. Yeah, if it I would sounds be annoying. Like a porno, I would definitely because it makes me feel like your only experience with sex is with porn. Like either your experience with sex is like rooted in what you've seen in porn, right? And you haven't had enough of it in real life to know like what happens when people are acting versus what happens when people right. are really fucking. I don't need a performance. Yeah, I need you to really be into it and right. not be doing like porno sounds. I want right. you to be doing like you sounds. Because I, I feel like some people moan like that because they feel like that's what they're supposed to do mm. versus like that's the legit you know, reaction that's coming from your body. And if that's how I feel, regardless of the pitch, tone, or whatever of it, I'm going to be turned the fuck off. Yeah. Because it's extra. If you just have a a problem with him having a high-pitched moan, then I feel like that's a bit separate. But it sounds like it's a combination of things. And if you're not getting none on top of it, then, I mean... I don't know how to approach that conversation, but... Something should be because, but see, here's the thing: Do you even need to have one? Because you're not. Well, I kind of think you do, because you're talking about you know you falling in love with this man and oh, the relationship yeah, is so that. great. So I'm like, I maybe just, just maybe not like sit down and turn it into a bit. I would probably knowing me, I would probably make it super casual, like sometime when we're absolutely not having sex, just like watching TV or something. Oh yes, and just be like, so. <laughs> Now that I'm saying it, I'm like, maybe I can't mm-hmm. do this very that well. But it's like, so uh, just, you know, something came up. I was just thinking about this. Let me know <laughs> how you feel. Uh, but, you know, I've noticed that you make like these really excited sounds, you know, in the middle of sex and just wondering, like, did you see that somewhere? You, you have like a favorite porn star You're who does that. You're doing way more than I would. Something like that. I mean, I just don't know how to bring this up without... Maybe I would it seem fully, like there's something wrong with you for that. I would fully, after sex, chuckle and say, what is that moan about? <laughs> that's what I would yeah, do. Yeah, okay, that's better. You know what I'm saying? Because that's way better. you're approaching it from a way that is, like, a little bit more casual. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's right after, so it's more, like... You're right. It's that's not like you've been timing. sitting and thinking yeah. about it. Even though you clearly have. Even though you very <laughs> obviously have. And then right. see what the reaction is. Yeah. Maybe he'll be like, oh, I thought that you liked it or whatever. Or that's just my moan. And then if that's just his moan, then girl, right. step one, you already know what you're dealing with and where, you know, where yeah. things are. And, and you can move like- forward from there. And I wouldn't even say break up with him, but like, mm. I would definitely make a comment about not liking it. And I mean, if he... I mean, if that's just his moan, then it's kind of like, I, I'm not going to ask you to change who you are for me you know like I don't want you to feel self-conscious about your moan but is yeah is, if it's just his moan can yes, you not just switch up <laughs> I don't know is it asking too much to ask niggas to switch up the way they sound during sex I don't know because I have never had this issue so I'm kind I've of perplexed as to how to attack really. it really because you have to be sexually fulfilled and if you're not finishing that's a problem mm-hmm you know ideally he's gonna say you know that's just I thought you know that was a sound that turned niggas on or I thought maybe you liked it cause one time I made the sound and you you know did something a little different and I was like oh okay I'm gonna stay you know in this key every time we're doing it <laughs> maybe and he'd be like no you know I wanna hear your voice nigga I wanna hear you you know if that and is, then that's it if that if he does respond and that's just you know a normal thing for him is, that's just yeah. the way that it is then honestly, I, yeah, I would be very careful about like how I approach, you know, letting him know that I'm not into it. Because, but yeah. like, because obviously, you, you shouldn't. He shouldn't have to change or whatever. And if at the end of this, like, 
it just ends up that y'all aren't really sexually compatible and it leads to y'all breaking up. Oh, well, you know, like, I mean, that's a good reason to break up. It's just, it's a great reason to break up. It's a great reason to break up. To break up. Because he's going to eventually realize that you're not finishing Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then he's probably going to ask you, So what's going on? What's up? And then if you say, well, it's this fucking. The sound of your voice. (laughs) It's this booty talk 38 (laughs) ass smoke. Moan that you do every fucking time. This just booty talk home. Like I can't fucking take it. This is gonna be like nigga. Why didn't you say something before? I yep. just watched a whole lot of Pinky and Heather Hunter, and I thought, oh, he said white girls. So I don't know no white porn star. Um, so I think you gotta at least try to bring it up and then see where it goes from there. Maybe ask a therapist or somebody um, who is experienced in like saying things to people that are hard to say without being hurtful about it because my issue here is not wanting to make him feel like there's something wrong with him for the sound of his moans like there's nothing wrong with you if it's not compatible with me then fine but that doesn't mean it's like a flaw of yours but I believe that in any relationship you should be able to have a conversation about whatever is going on there are just uh, ways that certain conversations should be approached. And like we said, we have not had to have this type of yeah. conversation personally before. So I can't give you the spot on, um, you know, direction of how it should be, you know, handled. I do think like right after sex, playfully bringing it up. So at least the tone is not like there's something wrong with <laughs> right. it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then And then go from there or whatever. But yeah, I think it like... It wouldn't be um it wouldn't be a bad idea to ask somebody who definitely has like at least some experience or knowledge in how to approach something like that without hurting somebody's feelings because especially in sex like yeah. that's the most intimate you can get with somebody so nobody wants to feel insecure about that. Yeah, exactly. Good luck to you. This but is a, I feel for you. This is a touchy conversation, right? And you don't want to break up with somebody over something like that cuz it's like, "Damn, I really like you, but I mean, how hard could it possibly be? I mean, unless your dick is as long as this microphone stand, I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh my god, you know, how hard could it be for him to be like, oh, you don't like all of that? Let me tone it down a little bit. Maybe that's what sex is all yeah, about. It's like about what you like, what I like, mixing it all up yeah, and you know, making you it work. Do the exact same things with everybody. People are different. Right. So, good luck to the both of you. Send your questions to gmail.com. We'll be back. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts hey guys (laughs) sleaze is back guys we're back (laughs) 
Rebecca Z. Reed. Welcome. My girl, my girl. <laughs> so, um, did you see somebody say that they saw <laughs> they saw somebody wearing a breakup with him sweater <laughs> in public and somebody was asking them if it was Ariana Grande merch? Yes. I thought that that was fantastic. That was the funniest tweet. I was just like, I'm not bothered by that at all. I <laughs> no, I mean, so I funny. get it. But it's like, no, it sure isn't, girl. I was like, oh my God, we have sleeves. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Like fully, it's right there. Okay, so real quick, we've been here forever. Um, yeah. So my read is really not going to be long this week. Um, I just want to tell Kim Burrell that she needs to honestly find God for real. What is like, it this time? I don't know. <laughs> like, so <sighs> she decided to stand her ass up um, in the church and say that uh, she was talking about Leandria Johnson. Oh my God. Did you see her episode of Yonla? No. Oh, that's probably why, because Leandria was on Ianla and it was deep. It was two episodes. It was a two-parter, I mean. Got so it. that's probably why Leandria came up. But whoo, what a man. Listen, let me tell you something. I think I think Ianla is taking more cues from actual therapists lately. Because the show is <laughs> there is still, you know, hijinks and fuckery. You know, she gave Leandria a plate full of Abundant. raw food and right. Oh, right! I did see that. Yeah, there's still some of that. Okay, yeah. But there's a lot of like real. She's giving out a lot of real self care, healing advice, and that sort of thing. I'm like, you know, I'm starting to fuck more and more with what Ianla is doing. The goofy shit is still there. When I saw her but... take that man's head and place it into that <laughs> hole in the ground. <laughs> I was like, this is why I'm here. Some <laughs> like, of her methods are, you know. They're strange. They're whack. I don't know where they come from. <laughs> but she be having some messages. She does. Yes, she does. Anyway, so here Kim Burrell stands. Um, I'm assuming that Leandra is in the audience. Oh. And she's basically, you know, bigging up her voice and talents and things like that. And then in the process says, um, they're going to make a movie about Aretha. If they know what real singing is, they'll call you. If they want to do uh, Aretha any kind of justice, I like Fantasia, but she ain't no Leandria. So. What was this for? Why was this necessary? Yeah. Why was it necessary? <laughs> I mean, Leandria sings down, but so does Fantasia. I don't get this. Um. So, first of all, from what I know... um. This Aretha Franklin movie has been, like, they've been talking about it for years and years, and it's always been Jennifer Hudson that they said was supposed to play Aretha Franklin, so I don't even know where Fantasia came from. But either way, even if it was Fantasia or one of the other Disney classics, it doesn't make any sense to me why you feel like it's necessary to go out of your way to down somebody else in the process of bigging this woman up. Like, what, this is the issue that niggas have with the church now. Hypocrisy and backbiting and unnecessary nastiness and shade. And I just don't, I don't get it. And I've already been tired of Kimberell and her pumpkin patch ass edges from all of the things (laughs) she's had to say about the community. But this on top of it, like, what is your actual problem, sis? Like, what is, what is honestly fucking wrong with you? Yeah, I don't get it. Because it would be different if it was like... (laughs) I don't know, Bad Baby was supposed to do the tribute to Aretha. Or even or even Ariana Grande was supposed to do the tribute to Aretha Franklin. I would I could understand, but like Fantasia? Fantasia fucking sings. Like vocal 
fabulous love Fantasia I don't understand somebody who sings they ass off is gonna have to explain to me why she did this like does she have some sort of beef against Fantasia I don't know where that comes from I don't even know if it is anything deep or if it was just a, a, a shady remark to the side that mm. just came because Kim Barrell is shady but um, again, well, Leandria <clears throat> more has a, has more of a church background, but Leandria has said lots of things against the church, so never mind. Fantasia is church. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't, I really don't know what you. It's just here. incredibly unnecessary. And again, as someone who you know is all about God and all of that, I don't understand <laughs> this. The statement or the like the the desire, the the reasoning behind making a statement like that. Personally, as a God-fearing person myself, <laughs> this type of shit never comes up. Like I never even consider these things. You know, if I was a Leandra, if I was a Fantasia, if I was a Jennifer, if I was a anybody, I'm not concerned with who gets cast to play anybody for whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care about who's getting because the guy that I believe in. I'm comfortable with what I'm doing. I just I got to make sure that I'm on top of what he asks me to be on top of well, for me. Well. I'm not worried about anybody left, right, front, center, back. I'm not worried about what y'all got going on. Mm-hmm. Because the things that God has set up in my life for me, Woo! nobody else can come in. A Fantasia can't come, come on. and snatch something that God promised you from you and be like, girl, Woo! they'll call, they they should be calling you. No, if she was supposed to be involved in any form of a tribute to an Aretha Franklin <laughs> and that was on God's watch, come on. it's going to happen. So I don't even understand why you're being unnecessarily shady to someone who is also talented for no reason in an attempt to big somebody else up actually I do because you nasty and we have seen this from you <laughs> yeah. before it's unfucking necessary you're a nasty person it's not yeah I don't like there's nobody who was walking God's earth who got a one up on him who was gonna take something from somebody else or shape somebody else's life in the way that it, it should have right. been for you stick to your own guns yes <laughs> and sweep around your front porch right instead of pitting these two girls these two incredible vocalists against one another and she's in there she's not but I don't know who it was but in the video. They're like, she's not auntie. She's she's not only and no, she's not. She's not. I mean, maybe. I mean, Leandria she's has booked, a though. gorgeous voice. She's booked though. Let's right. ask the girls about that. And Leandria is dealing with being an alcoholic, so you really should watch her episode. But it's just like Kim Burrell once again saying things no one needed her to say, being in a position nobody asked her to be in, opening opening herself up to being dragged for no good reason. Like you could have just not. You could have just made it about Leandria's voice and never brought Fantasia up. You could have said, you know who would be a great choice for a tribute that y'all ain't thinking about? Leandria Johnson. Niggas would have been like, you right? Because the bitch can sing. Especially since Fantasia ain't playing no motherfucking Aretha Franklin <laughs> to anybody's fucking knowledge. You don't even know if this movie is coming out. I mean, and I just assumed she meant somebody to sing the Aretha songs, not to play Aretha Franklin, because I don't think Le- Leandria is equipped for that. But she's equipped to do the vocals. Absolutely. I just don't understand why you decided to bring it in and like be like this thing where it's like, bitch, what did Fantasia do to you? mess and trash what? <laughs> unnecessary Ugh, and nasty and shady yeah. and that's how it always is and then y'all be so quick to try and condemn some other by some other person because they don't want to come and put no damn dollars in your buckets girl beat it Woo. all right mess you done mm-hmm. okay well i'm actually i don't have much to say this week either um i'm just gonna give y'all in case you missed it. It has been an incredibly busy news week as usual. Robert Mueller turned in his report. 
to the Department of Justice, the Attorney General. Bill Barr has written a four-page summary and submitted that. However, we do not know what is actually in the Mueller report. It may be weeks or months until we find out. What we do know is that Donald Trump is already lying about it, getting (laughs) on camera and in front of microphones talking about, I've been completely exonerated, no collusion, no obstruction. Meanwhile, biggest day, plain as shit, even Bill Barr, his partisan attorney general that he nominated, even Bill Barr is saying the president, like there are no current indictments coming as far as collusion is concerned from the Mueller report. However, he has not been cleared of, you know, the accusations of obstruction. There are still lots of investigations going on. The House Democrats have sent out so many requests for documents and shit like that to all these different people. These, The Mueller team has referred some cases to, I think, the Eastern, Eastern District of Virginia, the Southern District of New York. Like, there's a lot of shit going on around this investigation. Mueller turning the report in was just the very beginning of it. But again, we have not even seen it. We do not know what it says. We don't, anything. Like, all we have is what Bill Barr gave us a summary of. But again, that isn't even really telling us anything, because none of us have seen it for ourselves your president however is not letting that stop him he's claiming this as like some kind of moral victory he got sarah uh huckabee ugly ass tweeting out um like march madness um brackets but it's with <laughs> democrats who have like not a future first who have oh god no i don't know why i don't I mean, know because you are so black march madness <laughs> oh okay I think I would actually like to see that. I but would anyway, pay money. <laughs> it's just like they have sent out, you know, they're sending out all of these requests for like people to be disciplined and shunned and shamed for lying on the president. It's like, sir, we have not even seen the fucking Mueller report yet. Like you acting like you have been totally vindicated by a document that we haven't been able to see. And you are also blocking every step of the way, everything you can for us to be able to see it. Like, I just don't understand where your president gets the fucking nerve, but he's feeling great (laughs) these days. He's, you know, I guess he was nervous for a while, but he's feeling much better now. He's decided it's time to completely get rid of the Affordable Care Act, Mm -hmm. take health insurance away from 21 million Americans, including myself. Betsy DeVos's bitch ass uh, let us know this week that they will be stripping every single dollar and dime away from the Special Olympics of all organizations. Believe that. And the bitch had the nerve to say that it was because they are the beneficiaries of a lot of philanthropic donations privately, that sort of thing, as if that means the government should not support these students, these children, these athletes. It's like, I don't know if y'all have ever been to the Special Olympics. I don't know if you've ever known a handicapped person. If you are following Humans of New York on Instagram, he's doing right now a series from the Special Olympics, and it is absolutely beautiful. Like, And not even in some, oh, disabled people just inspire me kind of way, but like, it's just really dope to see these people's stories, see the shit that they overcame to do something like this and knowing that the Trump administration is so fucking terrible, so goddamn soulless and cruel that they would snatch all the funding away from people like that. In or- For what? A fucking border wall? What are you doing? What are you taking all this money away from? Like... It's the most marginalized people. It's the people who are coming from the furthest behind and it's like they're trying to keep us as far back as we possibly can. So I'm just utterly disgusted. I was watching the news last night and coming to tears because 
I have bitched about Obamacare so many times. Y'all know that. And every time I bitch about it, I also say I am so grateful for it because without it, I would be paying out of pocket every time I need to do anything, which means I would not be seeing a doctor on a regular basis. I would not be able to fill my prescriptions every month the way that I do now. And now I have to worry about, oh, shit, what if they really do take my fucking health insurance? How am I going to get back and see, you know, my primary care physician? What if I need to go see a psychologist again? Like the insurance implications, it affects so many. And that that 21 million is just the people with the insurance. The Affordable Care Act also helps another 130 million people who have pre-existing conditions and that sort of shit who would have been denied health care or charged these ridiculous premiums without the Affordable Care Act. It is something that the, you know, the Congress may argue about, but the people really don't. These motherfuckers, these elected officials might go back and forth about it being mm-hmm. too expensive or whatever else. But yeah. even dirt poor white motherfuckers, you know, in rural Mississippi, Alabama, want they fucking Obamacare, bitch. Yeah. They want they want their Medicaid expansions. They want all they like they love that shit. They need that shit. People need health care. We need quality health care. And he's talking about he get on TV talking about. Well, you know, Obamacare is terrible and we made it better, but it's still just trash. And the new plan we have is way better. The new plan where we don't have shit, the new plan where I don't get to see the doctor no more, the new plan where I have to pay out of pocket every time I need tests run, like, and not just pay out of pocket, but pay in full. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is taking away access from people who truly fucking need it. It's like America's too rich for this. America, you're doing all this. You're taking away $13 million or whatever in, in Special Olympics funding. You're trying to not even gut the ACA, but completely get rid of it so that already incredibly wealthy people can just get wealthier. And in the meantime, we just going to die. And that don't mean nothing to you. No, I just can't say enough means everything. how much I hate this fucking administration. I haven't decided who I'm supporting yet as far as the Democratic um, candidates are concerned. A lot of them are catching my ears saying real cute shit. Elizabeth Warren, I see you, girl. Kamala Harris as well. I'd be like, okay, I, I, I feel what you bitches are saying. I'm into it. But, you know, still don't know yet where I'm going to go. But I, knew, I do know one thing. Whoever gets the Democratic nomination, even if it's Bernie Sanders, is getting my vote because I'll be goddamned if I contribute in even a the tiniest way to this motherfucker being reelected. I just absolutely refuse. And I really feel like the hatred they have for us and their love for money is going to propel this man into another another term. Because absolutely. Even the even the dis disenfranchised white people, even the poor whites, they still It's like they hold on to their racism and their hatred of the gays or the Muslims or the blacks or the Mexicans. They hold on to that shit so hard that they will stab their own selves in the hearts as long as they can watch us die at the same fucking time. It's like with Lindsey Graham, bitch ass Lindsey Graham. You know, he was best friends with John McCain when he was alive. You know, them two niggas just he and hawing, cutting up, best of friends. John McCain died seven, eight months ago. Donald Trump ain't let it go yet. Still dragging that bitch. And I'm like, yes, drag that bitch. But also fuck you as well you know like i know john mccain fan but fuck donald trump as well so if he talk about he don't like john mccain i'm like yeah bitch me neither but lindsey graham at no point is capable of standing up to donald trump and being like why are you dragging the name of an american war hero through the dirt all these months after he died like why don't you get the fuck over it and get back to doing something presidential bitch like why don't you run the goddamn country instead of speaking on john mccain the man is dead lindsey graham is too scared of his base them rabid ass dumb ass trump supporters that he can't even say that he'll just say some old bullshit like uh well you know i just think 
ultimately it's hurting Trump's reputation more than it's hurting John McCain's. Really, bitch? That's all you got to say about a man you were so close to? No, what you close to is your racism, your prejudice, your hatred. That's what you really married to and you will side with that over any fucking thing else, man. Fuck the entire Republican Party. Fuck everybody supporting Donald Trump. I just, I can't even begin to tell you how awful it will be if they take the Affordable Care Act away. Like, I can't even... The impact is not even just those who are insured. Like, it goes so far beyond that. So please call your representatives, especially if you live in red states, red districts, let them know to fight like hell about this because, no. The people want health care, bitch. Figure it out. I don't want to hear that we don't have the money for it when you're talking about a billion dollars for a goddamn wall. I mean... It just sounds like something that a that's it a a toddler would read and go. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Don't you know? I I understand what Crystal is saying. Like I feel like a three year old <laughs> child would be like, yeah, you got know, money so- for every you got money for this bullshit, but you don't have money for kids with special needs to go participate. The point is for us to die. <laughs> the, point the point is, is for the, us yes, to die. That, that's it that's is. what it is. It's not no they're not gonna come right out and, and, and be like yeah we fucking hate y'all and we feel like like America would be great again if you niggers and you Mexicans and, and you yeah. poor bitches would get the fuck out of here and let us rape our women in peace and, and smoke our cigars. Lord. Like I feel like they you know, but yeah. you watch the actions and the piss poor reactions or responses to all of that. And it's clear, like the point is for yeah. people the that this, the, the, that party and for this administration um, that they deem is like mm-hmm. lesser yeah. or unworthy or uh, what did he call uh, those poor, those poor immigrant countries or third world shithole countries? countries you know these yeah. shithole people yeah Haiti for us to all die or yeah. you know leave as soon as possible right okay but well, then fuck you sir how <laughs> are you gonna live because you're not we <laughs> you're did not. anything for you and it's and like it's, the greed behind it is what blows my mind these are not people who are you know living paycheck to paycheck Betsy DeVos is a billionaire the bitch has multiple yachts multiple homes I don't under- why are y'all <laughs> I'm, I have to stop before I just like cry out of frustration because this is my life y'all talking about and it always has been like it's not like I just started caring because y'all just now started targeting people who look like me or act like me or have the beliefs I have I've always been very staunchly against this administration but it's like I'm not gonna sit here and act like y'all not doing nothing when it, my health will be directly impacted if the ACA goes away right. period and yes I spend $650 a month on my on my premium or whatever yes I do and I would rather pay that six fifty than try to pay out of pocket for all the shit I need every month right. from the from the medical world. So it's just like, dog, please just call your reps and pressure them about this. It will honestly, I truly feel like if he does this, it will be awful for the Republican Party because the people will hate it across the board. But we will also suffer greatly. Yeah. yeah. Before it gets fixed. Yeah. And then we just cannot. And I don't. Human lives have to be worth nobody more Nobody has this. the time for that. Right. It's like Where is, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, like, this is not a partisan issue. This is, like, we're talking about people's lives. They can't stand her. They can't. Because she, you know what she does? She gets 
uh, low-income people. She gets um, regular blue-collar workers. She gets those people energized and interested in politics. She breaks it down in words that regular people understand. And she is one of us. Last year, she was working at a fucking taco shop downtown, you know? And now she's in Congress talking about, I just got health insurance for the first time a month ago. She gets it because she is us. That's why they hate her ass. Like, oh, Lord, somebody let one of the poors in. (laughs) Yes, bitch. We need more of the poors in, honestly. Like, the House of Representatives and the Senate should look more like the us. It should look more like America and not a bunch of old-ass, rich-ass white men. And rich is really the key word. Because who can afford to not work and go around campaigning and all this shit all the time? Like, it's almost always these wealthy-ass people who end up in these positions. And that's the exact opposite of we, what we need. Because they voting for their interests and for, you know, the lobbies that help them get elected interests instead of what is good for the people. It's just garbage. Well, all right. And that wraps up <laughs> this week's episode of The Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com and on social media at thisistheread. Um, I will be at the Black Icons of Podcasting event. At, I did not know it was going to be called that. I'm a little... Uh, <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. Wow. <laughs> but it will be at the Green Space here in New York City on Monday, April 29th at 7 p.m. You can get tickets at thegreenspace.com. That's uh, green, G-R-E-E-N-E, space. I'm sorry, not .com, .org. Thegreenspace.org. Um, so, yeah, I will see you guys down there. It's always a good time at the Green Space. I've been so many times it almost feels like, you know, I know what I'm like. I go in there like, oh, hey, guys. I've been here before many times. But, well, yeah. it's not. Um, it sounds like a dispensary, but it's not. It's not. It's not. A dis- I wish it was a dispensary. I would go much more often. But <laughs> I well, am excited to be there. Any news from you this week? Um, I don't believe that I have um, anything to say. Nope. Uh, well, but... thanks for powering through it and coming to the studio. I know you feel like hell. Yeah, no, I'm just really bad at dealing with colds. Like, period. When I'm sick, I just be want to lay the fuck down and. I mean, that's drink literally what you're juice. supposed to do. You're supposed to rest so your body can heal. But yeah, but I wasn't like I thought that I was going to be in here sneezing and not being able to breathe and sounding a haggard mess, mm-hmm. and I don't think that was the case. So yeah. I'm fine. Praise God. All right. Well, do we have an acronym, or are we just getting the hell out of here? Um... Did you see Captain Marvel yet? No. You are bullshitting. No, I haven't. I think it feels like you're doing it deliberately so that you won't have to acknowledge that I was right about Captain Marvel. I already used Marvel on Twitter today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. All right. I said well, if you can't beat him, I guess. <laughs> whatever. Yes. All right. I win. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.